Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. have our contracts all set and whatnot, but if we could just get every Wednesday off from here on out. I was thinking the same thing. Like Wednesday, the Wednesday contract. The Wednesday off thing is wonderful. Yeah, I did split it up. That's a perfect day to take off. It really is. I said that to my wife yesterday. I said, man, Wednesday is if they if they say, all right, Riz show four days a week now, Wednesday is gonna be the day to take off. That's what you would do. I'll take Absolutely. a pay cut. Oh, Let's go. No way. I take a Friday. No. I well, want the Wednesday. Three day weekend, man. You, you you're botching your your options. No, you're living every day in twos or every week in twos. Monday, Tuesday off. That's a fireman's schedule, off. man. Let's go. It was Friday. nice. Three day weekend. It dude. was yeah, but y'all are crazy. I'm down. It was nice to just break up the week. You're both like making that. good points. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice. That's what I said yesterday when you guys were all like, oh, it feels like a Monday. I go, but think about how great tomorrow's going to feel. Yeah. Because it feels like okay. a so maybe yesterday. How am I supposed to take all my camping trips, though, when the uh, weather uh, gets perfect? Think about this weekends. yesterday. Oh, it feels like Monday, but it's not. It was Thursday. Which is a great awakening. And now it's Friday. And here we are. And here we are. Scott, uh, Scott's day to shine today. It's a very big day. It's a very big day. Scott's got, uh, you know, his... his his one huge yearly duty is to oh. monitor the groundhog. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I have a direct feed. They're uh, they're giving me updates. Minute Scott minute. is our groundhog correspondent. Has always been on the show. Yeah. You have Phil's phone number. Cool. 
I so do. I'll be monitoring uh, Punxsutawney Phil today. That's right, Woodchuck Chuckers. It's Groundhog Day. Get up and check that hog out there. Yeah. Come here, Groundhog. That's right. <laughs> so cute. So Punxsutawney Phil will be uh, doing his thing at 6.20 St. Louis time. So you got 10 minutes. Okay. Scott. All right. Scott's got five, like, monitors. Yeah. All angled at him. He's got five monitors. This is wild. Just watching every every, every angle. angle Pakistani feed over there at a Gobbler's Knob. And also, I got one on a top hat, which is pretty neat. Yep. Do you think that they have a strip club there called called Gobbler's, Gobbler's Knob? Knob? <laughs> Jeez. There's gotta be. There's Please, gotta be a strip God. club somewhere in this in this great country of ours named <laughs> yeah. Gobbler's Knob. Oh. Moon to the Googles. Uh, Moon has a gobbler's knob feedly. That's how he keeps in touch with all the strip club updates. Hmm. I'm not seeing it here, Lloyd. No. Oh, okay. Oh. It's a missed opportunity. I'm currently uh, locking down the website. Good. Gobblersnob.com. I don't. Why don't you register .com, .net, .net .gov, .org. .org. Yes, Daddy. All right, so you want some Groundhog Day stats? Give it to me. I mean, I got them. I got them. You might as well. Do one. You might as well enjoy them as I read them. Nope. Uh, do not put much stock in Punk's Tawny Phil's prediction. Uh, he's been making them since 1886, and he's only been right 39% of the time. <laughs> so you'd be better off flipping a coin, and that's what PETA would prefer they do down there in Pennsylvania. Cute 100% of the time, though. Punxsutawney Phil? Oh, yeah. Oh, those things are gross looking. No way, dude. Really? I would hug one in a heartbeat. Uh, still, though, okay, so 49% of the time the groundhog's right. Still, 4% of people believe Phil is always right, 100% of the time. And the Groundhog Club claims he's never wrong. They say they're, it's uh, it's their fault sometimes for misinterpreting his language, which is groundhoggies. <laughs> Uh, last year was the third straight year Phil spotted a shadow, signaling six more weeks of winter. Uh, that's the usual prediction. Uh, coming in today, he's seen a shadow 107 times, plus one partial shadow in uh, 1942. He's only said no shadow 19 times that we know of. Uh, there are 10 years where there's no record. Uh, they used to eat Phil after he made his prediction. Yeah. Oh, God. Which is not cool. Well, things have improved for Phil. <laughs> they used to eat him. They served him up after his first official Groundhog Day back in the 80s, uh, 1880s, that is, uh, and said he was, quote, tender. Was this all part of Gosh. Candlemas, which was the, like, pagan holiday of which Groundhog Day came from? I don't huh? know. You're the witch here. Yeah. All I know is Candlemas was a really cool 1980s doom metal band. Had a song called Solitude that's pretty worth Candle checking Candlemas? Candlemas. Wow. Well, despite uh, despite that fact that they used to eat him, uh, officials at the Groundhog Club claim he's immortal. He supposedly drinks something called the Elixir of Life every summer. Adrenochrome. Uh, and they've been, yeah, harvested from babies. Mm -hmm. From babies. Illuminati, Phil. Whoa. Candlemas. Uh, and they've been using the same Groundhog uh, all these years. Candlemas says it's a, uh, a Christian holy day. Uh, Christian festival on February 2nd, commemorating the occasion when the Virgin Mary went to the temple in Jerusalem, both to be purified 40 days later. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I guess that has some 
something to do with Candlemas, February 7th. Maybe, right? or yeah. just a coincidence. And isn't a this the halfway point between, the halfway point of winter? Oh, is that it? Maybe. Oh. Is that how this all came about? I don't know. I may so, just be making that that's up. That's tomorrow. So you were, you were saying pagan something or other. So like candle mass is actually a Christian holiday. And you're saying Groundhog Day was a secular version? Yes. I guess. It's all mixed. Or maybe it's just a coincidence. They just figured February 2nd. Uh, February 3rd is the midpoint. Oh, of midpoint. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Punk Stunny Phil has a wife. And her name is? Phyllis. Phyllis, yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, she's we touched that a couple weeks ago. We all got a kick out of that. They've never had kids. The Groundhog Club says she doesn't drink the elixir of life and is not immortal. <gasps> wow. Yet again, dudes get everything. Hey. Except yeah, free not... drinks at the bar. That's He's true. That's just, right, I'll give you that. Okay. I did get a free drink this week. That's good. Which one's okay. the blessing in the You oh, could show up to a bar without money and That's drink true. all night. That's right. I do have to wink okay. at people, though. So it's, I have to do something. <laughs> Speaking of during Prohibition, Phil threatened to take drastic action. He said if they did not let him have a drink, he would impose 60 more weeks of winter. Mm. Uh, the Gobbler's Knob event attracts thousands of people. The record was around 40,000 in 2020. The next year, zero. <laughs> they did it virtually in 2021 because of COVID. Uh, before the Bill Murray came out, 30 years ago, only around 2,000 people were showing up for it. Hmm. Other cities had their own local groundhogs or other animals who predict the weather. Uh, the Groundhog Club consider the, uh, considers them imposters. Ugh. Like you got Lucy the Lobster in Nova Scotia. Knock off. Nova Scotia. Uh, Wharton Willie in uh, Ontario, Canada. Shh. Manitoba Burr. Whoa, whoa, did you just say Wharton Willie? Yeah. Those are, that's a sentence no one wants to hear. Wharton Willie. You have uh, Manitoba <laughs> Merv Willie. in uh, Manitoba. <laughs> uh, Balzac Billy in Alberta, Canada. I'm sorry, Balzac? Now we're just getting silly. B-A-L-Z-A-C, Balzac. Excuse me. Wow. These are cool names, man. Uh, Balzac Billy's just a person in a groundhog costume. Uh, there's also a Fufu the Hedgehog in Oregon. Cluxatawny Henrietta the Chicken in uh, New York. Mm. What would our Missouri <laughs> animal to see its shadow be? It had to be the well, Missouri it'd have to be trotter, t- right? it would, No, it would have to be Tommy the Toasted Ravioli. If he comes out of his... Uh, comes out of the considering toaster. there are a bear, <laughs> there's bears on our uh, our flag. It would Mets have to be a bear, Phil. doesn't make a lot of sense. If Mets Tony Phil comes Mets out Tony of my Phil. neighbor's house <laughs> and sees his comes shadow out of the at 6 a.m. while he's sweeping the alley. <laughs> no, when he comes out of the meth lab yeah. and he sees his shadow. He's scratching. It'd be, a, it'd be a possum in a t-shirt that says STL. <laughs> with the, the flag, with the city flag. Uh, a groundhog known as uh, Milltown Mel was the headliner in central New Jersey, but he uh, pa- he passed away a couple years ago, right before Groundhog Day. Oh. And the local festivities have been canceled again this year because they haven't been able to find a suitable replacement. Uh, they say they will bring the tradition back once they could find a groundhog uh, with or without experience in meteorology. Uh, they just cut to it's getting close. Gobbler's Knob over there on Fox 2. I'm watching it on uh, AP here. Okay. And there's a lot of pointing, a lot of clapping. Don't, don't you dare get the scoop second. We I better not. Yeah, we got Which one's first? <laughs> John Persborn breaks this news before we do. Yeah, no, we got to be the first oh, morning show no, to no, break no, no, this. No. Come on. I'm, I'm oh, doing my man. best here. Come on, AP, hurry. You think Courtney down the hall has somebody monitoring? Yeah. Of course they do. No. Chris Convy. Chris Convy is no. That's where That's, he is. I had a flat tire. This Like, someone let the air out of my tires. I had to just to get here because they're trying to get this first. Wow. It's very frustrating. It is.
It's a battle. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get the scoop, man. That's right. <laughs> hey, listen, it's Groundhog Day. It's also another holiday, which I'll get to in a second. But I do have some leftover stories I want to get to. Okay. Our uh, Friday leftovers, stuff we just didn't get to this week. Um, you know, most roadside convenience stores don't want you using their restrooms. And while the, the feeling is mutual. Yeah. Am I right? Nobody ever wants to go in those. Nobody ever wants to go in those things. Although we do have some very nice convenience store restrooms in the area. You don't think so? Sure. Yeah. I like a quick trip bathroom. A quick trip bathroom's good. Yeah. And you have Wally's, which is the I epic one. Wally's is, man. I had a confrontation in Deerberg's right down the road yesterday. What? Yeah, I went in the Deerberg's bathroom. You ever... A dude walks one stall. Guy walks out. Just left the log in there. Oh, and and I'm now I I'm like I'm face to face with this guy because there's a guy at the urinal. I go in. It's clearly his log. I mean, he just walked out of there. Oh, and today I was there's like, a groundhog that cr- crawled it out of it and didn't. And he was nah, like, I'm not he going was zipping this. up. He was zipping up. Oh, okay. This was a clear case, clear cut case of. A no flush, a but no, no flush. toilet paper. Log abandonment. Yeah, you abandoned no. his log. Yeah, that log had a job. <laughs> Any toilet paper in there? I, yeah, there, yes. Okay, okay. I did my due diligence as, as a detective. Like, were you in there to go number two or number one? Just one. But I was like, I had just confronted him. What'd you say to him? I just go, "Are you for real, man?" And he goes, "Huh?" And I go, "You just left a hot log in here, just sitting." <laughs> Just like, lo- and made eye contact with me as I'm walking in. Like, I did you think I wasn't going to think it was you? The hot log sign was on. And he goes, hot log. Uh, uh. <laughs> and then he just like turned around and walked out. That's a he flash. his hands? That's a flashing sign no. for sure. Oh, you think oh, a guy that left the log stopped log. to wash his hands? Hot log. Oh, hot log. He did go get so some mad. grapes He went afterwards. right to the produce section and started fondling the melons. Uh, I'm just saying, yeah. Yeah. Oh, come that's on. my veggies. This is why you wash your vegetables, guys. Yeah. That's, that's, yep. that's, a, that's, that's a clear-cut reason of why nobody wants to use a public restaurant. Well, hold on to that, to that kind of thing in your head. Okay. Like bad things people could... Could do in a restaurant, like not restaurant, uh, restroom. Worst bathroom habits. Okay. But I want to, I want to, I want to talk to you about uh, this one chain of convenience stores making their bathrooms more fun. Hey, hey. Uh, has anybody <laughs> been to a hop shop? No. Hop shop. Now I guess they're in northern Kentucky. That sounds like a gift shop at a at a brewery. Yeah. Six oh. hop shops locations in northern Kentucky have been uh, installing these big red buttons in their bathrooms, in the bathrooms, with a sign saying, do not push this button. But there's also an image of their mascot, Hopper the Frog, winking, oh. which signals that you could press the button if you want to. Feel a little naughty. Don't press it, but Hoppy's winking. If you do, the bathroom temporarily turns into a dance club. Love it. With lights, including an actual disco ball <laughs> and music. I've seen that Tina is awesome. D-Ball press that button on her tour. On her oh, your Tina tour. pressed the button? I, I get, apparently. I have. I Because I remember thinking, would I have the balls to press the button? Well, if, the, if the mascot's winking, yeah. press the button. And then it turns into a discotheque. Yeah, it turns into a dance club. And the manager says the disco party bathrooms have gone viral on social media. And uh, there's such a draw that people are just coming in to go to the bathroom. 
Oh, cool. That's what we want. Do you have breaking news over there? Almost, almost. The oh. doors are opening. The door, they're this opening log, the This doors. hot log, there's give something a, coming out of the hot log. There's, <laughs> give us a play-by-play. -play. All right, there's a fellow with a top hat that looks very... Right, the oh, he's, he's left in the ground. Oh, he's so cute. It's a large rodent. Wait, that one's ahead of mine. Oh, oh he's The groundhog is being lifted, hoisted into the air. Yep, I think he saw... Oh, he saw something. What's that guy got? A stick, just in case he gets unruly? All right. You got to be careful. You see that guy? He's got a stick. That's a nice pelt. That man uh, has a rod. Okay. What is the prediction? Um, he's petting he him. He hasn't said anything yet. Wait, he, captions are coming. He's not on. stoked. He's putting him on a pedestal. Yeah. Yeah. You never put it. Oh, the the fellows in the top hats are now leaning in to listen. I was told to not put the groundhog on a pedestal. Well, they're pointing him towards his shadow. It feels a little, uh... He's... Okay, an old man in a beard is pretending to speak to him. An old man that looks like the Monopoly man with the he's rod doing a good job. is threatening him with his stick. Hey, he's not threatening the groundhog with a stick. I'm a lip reader. The announcement. And there's a guy with a... It looks like a wig this on. This is binding, the by the way. This okay. is binding. Let's see what he's threatening. Is it going to be six more weeks of winter? Here comes the read. A man that looks like Paul Giamatti's son. <laughs> he does look like Paul Giamatti's son. With well, a Garth Brooks microphone. Anything. We don't have any audio. If only we could go. Oh, here to we go. So now on this February 2nd, Puxani Phil, the seer of seers, prognosticator of all prognosticators, was awakened from his wintry nap at dawn at Gobbler's Knob. Okay. Phil looks to the skies and speaking in groundhoggese, directed the president of the proper scroll, which reads. What are we Another doing Another winter oh. slumber paused so I could meet the crowd, hard to sleep anyway, when the party's this loud. Oh, it's rhyming now. I oh, envy your energy. I envy the fun. I envy all of your opposable, your opposable thumbs. thumbs. Okay, well. <laughs> yeah. But it's not what I feel. It's what I see and what you hear. So gather around and let me be clear. Atmosphere is a wonderful thing. And we can create our own and the weather it brings. What? It brings hope for the future and so much more. Okay. Maybe some Punxsutawney Phil write in votes for 2024. <laughs> it's wow. an election joke. So okay. Right. okay. There we okay. go. Okay. When is it. this going to be sponsored? And they're going to sneak in like a Pepsi ad uh, or something. Weather did not provide you by raid. shadow or reason to hide. Oh, Early spring is coming, guys. Tawny Phil did not see a shadow. All right. So we got an early spring, guys. We got an early spring. Let's go. Wow. We wow, got an guy, early spring. That guy had to you that, by Irish spring. That guy had that giant sign all prepared already. Wow. Well. This is while he wrote that. It's so one or the each, other. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's only two signs. No more winter. Well, everybody has no more winter uh, signs All right. Ready. So that's good news, guys. Early all spring. Right. That's pretty cool. They're still, they're still talking to the rodent. You know, I'm imagining all the weather guys who have gone to school for meteorology. Like they years, of, years of schooling. Who are just as accurate yeah. as Poxitani <laughs> Phil. Sadly. Well, you mean, the, you mean the Bill Murray character. I mean, the Bill Murray character was there going, what am I doing here? This is ridiculous. Years of schooling, training. After that movie. And people have taken this as gospel, these idiots. Nah, dude. I bet it's. I bet it's. Well, I'm for one, I for one bow down to Phil and his prediction. Me too. He did good. Of an man. early spring, so congratulations to all of us. Anyway, so these hop shops are doing these uh, dance club bathrooms. So people going in 
just to press the buttons. Um, one of the managers says, I had a 60-year-old woman who came into the restroom to tell me it was the best day of her life. Seems like a low bar, but no judgment. <laughs> That's a great... <laughs> best day of my life. Okay. <laughs> I agree. A uh, woman proudly says she celebrated her 20th birthday by uh, visiting all six hop shops, disco bathrooms. Nice. And the idea was to do something unique to bring people in, and hopefully they'll make purchases while they're in there. Uh, and they started by trying to trying to do it in one bathroom, and it's been such a hit, uh, they now have them in the six locations. Hey, are we supposed to wear a certain color on this day? Is what? This, is like one of those days? Like, uh, everybody on TV all has red on. No. Is that is that a thing? Hmm. Maybe because of Valentine's Day coming up? I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I, just, no. I, w- I wasn't sure if, like, you no, know. It signifies the blood spilled from the last mm. groundhouse. <laughs> From the, Don't yeah, from make the ground. me cry at 6 a.m. Right ah, the blood spilled the, of the innocent the original, groundhogs. The ancestors. All right, so. Yeah, the 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 the, uh, the streets of Punxsutawney will will fill with the blood of the non-believers. Yes. It's heart health awareness. Oh, Is that for real? Uh, Carolyn oh. said yes. <laughs> Carolyn seems like she has the level head and knows what's going well, on. Well, I was close. All right, so, so Rafe. Mm-hmm. Rafe uh, witnessed a, a hot log being left at the uh, Deerberg. Yeah. Lucky. In <laughs> a Deerberg bathroom. <laughs> That's six weeks of extra winter. <laughs> hey, to be honest, so you can't fault that guy for bolting, man. Like, I mean, if it, I don't know why you were there, but if you're in a bathroom at a grocery store, it is an emergency. Yeah, you, yeah you have, but you yeah, can you flush have, after an emergency. I understand. You can wash your hands. I agree. Was There's, it a handle flush or was it a... You had to push. I agree. There's no excuse. But It I'm was just one saying. where it had like the little, almost like a button. If there's a time oh, side for, button, I kicked it for the good of humanity. Yeah, I, 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 I gave it the boot. I get it, but if there's a time for easier forgiveness, it's in a grocery store bathroom because somebody is there and they don't, they're against their will, and this is an absolute emergency, no. and and everybody's embarrassed and it, oh my god, I gotta get out of here. You can still flush. I'm not feeling well. I, yeah, I'm, we live I'm, in a society with rules. I didn't say. I'm not it judging okay. the man for being in there. I'm judging him for popping up, kicking the door open mid tuck. I mean, he was walking out, tucking and zipping. I'm like, he didn't even, like, give it a second thought. Dudes you know, as, an, avid, and, as yeah. an avid camper. Dude's in there yeah. in an absolute emergency uh, situation, and then uh, somebody else comes in. Oh, God, I didn't walk nightmare. in while he was mid Guys, he's let's an, apply he's the rules inception, of camping. Second level of hell nightmare dreams there. Nah. I'm, I'm blocking this. I'm putting a block on you. That is wrong. That is erroneous. <laughs> I, I didn't say it wasn't Moon, wrong. I just said it's well, forgivable. We're applying the rules of camping to, to public restrooms now. You leave it better than you found it. For sure, right. dude. But you know a grocery store bathroom is not, I mean, it's almost like a, a, a secondary bathroom. It really is. It's like, it's disgusting. On. But I mean, for the love of I do everything I can holy. to avoid going to a grocery store bathroom. Yeah. How come they're dirtier than any other bathroom? I'm mad when it happens. But it, sometimes it happens. It happens. You got to go. I thought you were going to say, if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down as the camping no. rules. No, oh, no, I always no, get no. that backwards. No, <laughs> no, leave it better Dang than it. you found it. Okay. So, and this list here is pretty spot on except for the rankings. Because I think most would agree that uh, the one that ranks second should actually be first. Okay, so somebody polled 2,000 people and asked them to name the most annoying bathroom habits. So here are the top ten. Number one was leaving toothpaste or makeup stains on the mirror or in the sink. Mm-hmm. 30% ranked that one high. Definitely that should not be number one. No. Number one should be forgetting to flush, which is their number two. 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if it's yellow, let it mellow. It's fine. Otherwise, you better flush it down. I mean, even even at my house, it, flush everything. Yeah. Get it out of here. Everything's yeah. got to be flushed. Remember, I used to, uh, I mean, years and years ago, I was all about the letting the, me- letting the yellow mellow just because I had like this real intense guilt that I was just wasting clean water. Why don't I save the earth, man? <clears throat> I just felt bad, man. I was like, there are there are people on this planet living right now that aren't drinking clean water, and I'm flushing stuff that's cleaner than they've ever seen. And it was weird. I, I felt weird about it. But selfish oil, first world me is like, man, I don't want that sitting around and smelling and possibly, you know. Well, and also I moved out of the house, so then he starts flushing. Well, <laughs> no, what it is, it's a kid's bathroom, dude. Like, I'll go in there and be like, who didn't do this and then left it for 24 hours? It smells. It's making a ring. It's yeah, weird. It's cool. Y'all, it's gross. It smells. Asparagus night. Ugh, forget mm, it. Right. And yeah. in my head, it's, yep. you know, that seems to be a they problem, not a me problem, so. Oh, well, that makes, that's on brand for you. That's- I'm just saying, man, it was heavy on my heart for a while there. Nah. In fact, I flushed twice. Once. Oh, come on. I man. used to flush twice to uh, make up for Moon's lack of not. <laughs> I think you actually said that when I said it on air the first time. <laughs> uh, number three. I've changed my ways. but Number three worst bathroom habits uh, peeing on the seat. Yeah. On the seat. Not on the rim, but on the seat. Yeah. And speaking Animals. of that, yesterday I was at the urinals, and here we have two urinals, and then there's three toilets. And one of the urinals was open next to me, and a guy came in, and you just heard him start peeing instantly in the toilet. And then I'm just like, why couldn't you just go to the urinal? Next to you? Yeah. They go into the toilet, and then that's the guy that's probably peeing on all the seats in there. We do have a monster in this building. Yeah. <laughs> and they use this bathroom. That pees on the seat, yes. That pees on the seat. <laughs> I'm, so like, I'm, I'm wiping their stuff off all the time, hmm. and it's freaking gross. And it's, it's upsetting. On a daily basis, I'm upset. Going into that bathroom. Uh, you have an issue with people passing up a urinal to go to, to go stand at the toilet? Well, cause, just because I know what happens. I just <laughs> no, know. No, I this think Scott wants to look, secretly Scott wants to look at their hog. Well, yeah, he I want to see if I want to see peaker. if we have winter or not. Fascinating. <laughs> he, I want to see how long the winter is going to be or how short it is. He is a peaker. Yeah, I love hogs. As no. a woman, I am very fascinated by the urinal experience for you guys. <laughs> Scott's, like you Scott's a You essentially pull your privates out, and then you can see each other's. And women's, it's like we're all divided, and nobody's ever seen each other's junk. Oh, God. There are, there, like, if you go to Wrigley Field, I know the still trough. A, there's still a trough. I, know, I can't imagine. Yeah, I just, we're, like, I'm not of that world. Our gene rivets are touching. It's you know so what wild. I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, imagine being in the Army. I know. You know, oh. with the toilets, you know, just next to each other, no dividing. No doors, uh-huh. dude. You could read the other guy's magazine. Not fun. You're touching knees. Are you touching knees? I mean, you're close. <clears throat> if you go spread eagle, you could. <laughs> it's also heavens. just, man, all business is being conducted. Just open open floor plan, dude. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Not the architecture I'm looking for in a bathroom. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love a living area. Mm-hmm. Open floor. Love behind. a living area where people in the kitchen and the great room can converse while dinner's being made. Uh-huh. Not as big a fan of the open floor plan in the crapper. Because you're sitting if, on a metal toilet, too, dude. It's just like a little metal hole. I wonder if in the military that's on purpose. Like, because they could easily it put up dividers. Be. Well, I think they're trying to... We are one cohesive unit. Yeah, but I do know it comes to uh, it's a benefit 
in a certain degree because I have an uncle that was in Vietnam and <coughs> to this day, like at, he was at uh, one of the big NASCAR races and the bathroom was completely filled except for that one stall that had no door. He just went in and took care of business right there. Yeah, I feel like you get you get used. So to you it. get used to it, man. I don't you know. I get man. Stage, I get stage fright. I get stage fright. Yeah, I'll admit it. I don't think I ever really did, but the older I get, the more the more scenarios you find yourself in, you know, that are uncomfortable, and you just get over it. If there's a line, if it's uh, at a concert or at a sporting event, and there's a line to get into the bathroom, mm-hmm. you know, if it's between innings at a baseball game, or it's you know between uh, between the halves or between between periods at a hockey game, and there's the line. And you're waiting, and there's guys behind you, and you got to step up. You better start your business immediately. Mm-hmm. I get stage fright. I feel like there's a lot of pressure. And you're like <laughs> a public figure. So people, if you're at a local event like that, especially if it's like a point concert, chances are like a listener's right in there with you. Oh, people talk to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. I and people want to take a glance over, see what uh, what Moon's pee looks like. John Hewlett told take me one peek, time whatever. in the 70s he used to like jockey proms and parties for people and so he would bring his records over and he was at this like Elks Lodge one time and he was taking a dump in the <laughs> stall and it didn't have a door on it and people were just talking to him while he was up in there. Yeah, that's happened. Yes. Yeah, dude. He's awesome, He man. is awesome and he was like, before. it's the worst thing ever. Uh, these are, <laughs> there's a rest stop between here. I went to the Kentucky <laughs> Derby and there's a, I swear to God, the name of the rest stop is Skeeter Mountain. Do not go to the Skeeter Mountain rest stop. <laughs> oh, sounds uh, nice. Uh, why? Did you see Skeeters? The what? Whatever happened, they ran out of budget at some point when they built this rest stop. And the stall doors are just like, they're only halfway up. So they do have stall doors, but when you close them and someone walks by, you just, all you see is the head of the person <laughs> pooping, looking right at you. That's three, three and a half stars, man. <clears throat> yeah. That's a, that's a three and a half star rest area. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. I know where the one and a half deduction came they're probably not going to have pictures of the stalls, but I got it. That's not them. That must be the ladies' room. Mm. We were blown away. Half stall. Because I was like, why did they put these in? <clears throat> they were like half stall doors, and I could see. I was in a van load of guys going down there for a bachelor party, and everyone stopped to poop at Skeeter Mountain, and I could just see all my friends, oh. like, chest up while they're in the throes oh, of agony. Like, is this the one that has, like, the, uh, the bar outside that says uh, the rail splitter? Talking about Abraham Lincoln? I don't know. Nobody wants to see anybody's poopy face. Oh, I've been here. Mm-mm. All right, more things on this list. Just uh, trust me, don't poopy face. Uh, forgetting <laughs> to replace the toilet paper, leaving hair on the sink of the tub drain, uh, leaving the seat up. If you just pulled women, that would, would rank a lot higher. Uh, clogging the toilet. I guess that assumes you don't unclog it. Spending too much time in there, like 30 minutes checking Instagram, uh, leaving things in the sink, like a hairbrush or curling iron. Using somebody else's razor that just beat out peeing in the shower for 10th place. What do you mean, like, in the shower? I've gone to my sister's house before, and I don't and, bring and a razor, your, and I use a razor. Use their razor? Yeah. That's sitting in the shower? Yeah, that's my sister's. Yeah. Yo, dude. Nah, man. First of all, we're, first of all, you know, we're using razors for our face. Right. And other things. You don't mix those razors. Yeah, you I'm shaving my legs, and so is she. So. Right. Well... I mean, okay. you know. If that's what you say. Or whatever. She's my uh, sister. I don't care. What? She she probably will care. She's going to listen to this episode and go, what why the hell? Why are you shaving your legs? Like, 
Because I flew maybe that's there her and I butt razor, her razor, dude. Why don't you do it before? Even if it is her butt how razor, fast it's my does your, sister. I don't care. It's a butt. Like hair grow. Like right. I shave every day my legs. I hate this. That's stubble. an everyday thing. I I had no, no idea. Not for no, me. it's it varies. All women are different. I shave my legs every day. I like having smooth no legs. Hair. Hang smooth on, back legs. to the butt razor though. You're okay if that's the butt razor. I am. I, I wiped her butt when she was a child. What's that it, have to do with that? now? There is a sibling uh, you clause. Didn't, you didn't wipe there her no butt. There's no sibling and clause. There's my brother's razor. There's a sibling <laughs> clause. I know, man. Siblings are weird. I mean, this is just my weirdness. I I, I don't. I, I, would, I would use my brother's razor. There's a sibling clause. That's probably no, the only not. person's underwear I'd borrow. Yeah, okay. same. Clean oh. underwear, fine. I'm well, just saying the, D- the, the, the dong DNA is the same. You know what I mean? No. No, it's we're, not. We're not talking <laughs> about DNA. We're talking about germs. We're talking about... Yeah. What do you mean it's not? I mean... The, the, dong, same parents. the dong DNA? The DNA is exactly the same. The DNA may be the same, but the care and uh, use... Well, I mean, uh, yeah. He's yeah. a clean differs. person. I don't know. I like my brother. I love her. I don't care. She can. And I love my brother too. If you had to wear another person's underwear, I would wear my brother's underwear. Gun to your head. Who you pick? I would. I would. I would. If it's clean, of course. But I'm saying, you had to pick right now. Gun to your head. You have to put on one other man in this world's underwear right now. No questions asked. Who you picking? Besides my sons. What's the difference there? (laughs) Oh, you want to put your 15 year old son's underwear on? Let me tell you something. Yeah, that's Terrible not, decision. Yeah, yeah. No offense. I mean, at least yeah. your brother is an older guy. Yeah, like, you know, I'm, learn some things. No, yeah, no, no, there is no one no, in the I world. Mean, our underwear is he, mixed up in the laundry. You've made I mean, a wrong <laughs> turn. <laughs> you've taken a, yeah. <laughs> you right made now. a mistake. You stopped at Skeeter Mountain just now. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you did. The last, that's not even a knock on your kid. That's a knock on 15-year-old boys everywhere. You're right. The last pair of underwear I'm putting on is that of of a angsty teen. Boy, hey, that's filled with Ray, God knows what. You're, you're wear, right. You're wearing my underwear because you know that I don't. Because he knows I don't fool. I don't fool the before cheap my brother's crap. underwear. Yeah, you. T- so I, I, probably wearing choice, that, choice to make. Moons or your bros? Whose underwear? I mean, are you probably wearing? my brother. First. Think it through. I don't want to hurt his feelings. <laughs> We're not announcing it. You heard it here first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Choose. Hi. Told you. Hi, I'm, hi, I'm Scott Rizzuto. I'm wearing someone That's else's underwear. That's the sibling clause. <laughs> Choose. <laughs> All right, so today uh, we said it's Groundhog Day. It's also, guys, National Tater Tot Day. It's a fantastic. Oh, my gosh. This was one of our first experiences on this show, right? What do you mean? We talked about tater tots being the most epic of all potatoes. Uh, We're going to go over this list again because I have another list of forms of potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, but tater tots, especially the heavy smoke one with seasoning on it. This is one of my first memories of joining the show with you guys. So tater tots. So today is National Tater Tot Day, uh, which is something. And this is your first National Tater Tot Day on the show, both of you guys. So. Oh, well. This is a big deal here. It's a big mm-hmm. deal. This is a big deal here. Mm-hmm. Check the tapes. Uh, tater tots were invented by a guy named uh, F. Neffy Grigg of the Orida Company yeah. back in 1953. And they invented tater tots, or this guy did, as a way to, to um, use excess potato shavings that came from making their French fries. Wow. So they made the fries. They had all these you know, leftovers. What are we going to do? Originally, the shavings were sold as livestock feed. So the term tater tot is owned by Orida. Hmm. Nice. 
So it's like Band-Aid. Like yeah. Band-Aid is a, is a brand. Right. Wow. Like tater tot is owned by the Orida company. Like in Australia, tots are, are, are called potato gems. That's nice. And non-Orida brands have called them like tater treats or tasty taters, potato crunchies, spud puppies. <laughs> I like that. Spud puppies. Orida's that, website, Orida's Man, website calls these imposters imitators. That's right. Oh, sorry, they came up with a f- cooler name. No, you can't out. No, Tot. Spud Puppy? Tot's way better. Tot. Tot. I don't. If I said, hey, man, you want you want some loaded Spud Puppies or you want some loaded Tots, you're going Tots all day. Yeah, because it's ubiquitous for us. It's like, you know, That's stuck, the point. stuck in our brain. But, you know, try to reset. I don't like try to Spud zoom out puppy. a little bit. You Spud like Puppy's that. hysterical. That's amazing. I mean, sounds like a cool cartoon. So show. imagine when you went into Long John Silver's or whatever that place was, uh, and and they said, "You want a hush puppy?" And you're like, "I think I do. Mm-hmm. I think I do." Because it well, because I know what a hush puppy is. But, 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 but before you did, you heard the name, and you go, "Well, well yeah, that seems like a good price for what is it? It doesn't matter. I'm going to try a hush puppy, Spud Puppy. That's hysterical. I love it. You can buy them frozen right now on DoorDash." And, and you know what's crazy is uh, people thought, you know, originally these were the unwanted parts of potatoes, and it was all about marketing. Like, they marketed the hell out of these things. And actually, I think tater tots are more expensive than regular french fries. Yeah. Wow. All, all marketing. All marketing. Uh, every year, Americans... This is good. Mm-hmm. It's not just marketing. It's superior product. They're good. What I'm saying is... What was once just going to be livestock feed, yeah, well, is now the more expensive of the uh, of the uh, you know the two potatoes and you know French fries and, and tater tots. But every year Americans consume seventy million pounds of tater tots. <laughs> Golly, mostly children. I lo- hey, listen, if there's tater tots on the menu, I'll do. I too. think I think seventy five percent of the time I'm going tots. Yeah, I. I- Contributed that, but last man, year. they got to be well done. They got to yep. be good. They got to be well and done. And you don't, you don't even have to work hard to make them good. And that's, uh-uh. and that's the, 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 the biggest point of disappointment is when you go to a place, and your kids get tater tots or you do or something like that, and you try them and you go, oh, subpar, because you're like, but you didn't have lunches? to work very hard to get this good. Mm-mm. In school lunches, they were usually kind of uh, soft and everything, but yet they were still like, that's eh, better than uh, most of the things on the menu. Those frozen ones, that, that, the Orida's. Maybe it's the Orida's. Yeah, whatever ones you get. The the air fryer really changed that. Game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know who's got great tots is uh, Corner Pub. Corner Pub and Grill. Really? Hmm. They got good tots there. Just tell them well done. He mentioned those heavy smoke ones. Yeah, heavy smokes. Those are those are like top premium. But those side. are like loaded, aren't they? No, uh, they do. You... They have two. Di- they have three different versions, I guess. They have the regular, the seasoned, and then they have the loaded with all yeah, kinds, with of, all goodies. kinds but, of stuff on there. Uh, but that is uh, the must- so, yeah, like it's the best. Try the just area. the seasoned ones, and you feel like, whoa, this is this is something I want every couple days. Now I do have a list here of the thirteen best forms of potato. Here we go. I'm just going to tell you that tater tots are number six on this list. We'll trash this list because this is over. And they say tater tots, the children's potato adults love. It's like somebody couldn't decide between hash browns and French fries, so they met in the middle, and that's that's kind of true. Actually, it's. That's Not a good bad. way to describe uh, tater tots. Show me hash brown on that list. Yeah. Hash browns are number eight. Dying. What? Yeah. What? Come on. That should be numero uno. Hash browns, <laughs> the only true breakfast potato on this list. The downside, 
They're a bit too categorized, and eating them outside of breakfast just feels wrong. Uh, well, That's me. No. I love hash browns. That is wrong. Love hash browns. Show me baked potato. Now, when I say hash browns, when I say hash browns, what are we? What are we? There's two. There's like the flat, kind of just like shredded the, potato. Shredded, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the shredded ones, and and those got to be cooked perfect. And then the next one, I hate to say it, but it's the belt buckle. The McDonald's belt. The buckle. McDonald's belt buckle. It doesn't have to yeah. be McDonald's in particular because that's, that's a little oversold. That's that, I'm sorry, that's damn near a tater top. It is. It's a flat yeah. tater, but I do flat like it because when you're on the go, yeah, and you yeah, want yeah. hash browns on the go. That's oh yeah, the they're great. You just click it on your belt and you leave. Yep, and that's it. You got breakfast. Uh, yeah, the, the Ford the emblem. <laughs> hash brown is every. I mean, it's always welcome. Every Saturday or Sunday at the Riz House, I make hash browns like the flat. Do you? Oh yeah, you. man! I tried and I failed. Cause oh, I, I, know there's a, like, I got it down. There's a couple little tricks. If you don't follow those rules, you just blow it. I got it down. I put a weight on the top. Like I have like a weight, shake weight. Like yeah, I put my shake weight. <laughs> like an iron. Tight. Yeah, like a like a. Yeah, it's, it looks like it's like an iron. Yeah, I do that at hotels. <laughs> <laughs> so what? So wait, what? So, so you do that to just get a flat line. To get a right flat, there. like crisp, and I, I cook them with that on there. And then you flip nice. it pancake style. And then I flip it pancake style. Oh. That's how I win at the when I'm on the road. Is I'm like, oh, breakfast ends at 9? <laughs> Not in room 112. Hang <laughs> in with that iron. Give me some old rider. <laughs> how do you prep? How do you prep it? Because there's some, there's some like key component to the prepping, right? Well, I, I'll buy the, the frozen ones, like the frozen shredded. It's yeah, that's, fine. I think that's what I bought. Or I'll do the... Uh, on a box grater like a potato, but you, you gotta squeeze the water out. Huh. I forgot what I did. I just remember going, "Wow, I'm a, I'm an immense failure." I feel <laughs> nah, so I bad about myself. Trying, I'm not going to try this for a while. All right, give me some more uh, potato types. <laughs> baked potato chips. Baked potato. Baked potato is number three on this list. Nice. Good potato. Potato chips. Now, some we'll get to chips in a second because chips sub sub genre. Chips are on the list. Yes, but right. I, I want to talk about baked potatoes here for a second. Number three of the 13. Okay. Some may have this as their number one. Here's why, and this is personal reasons, and I wrote some things down here. So notes. Here's why the baked potato loses me. First, the time to take to make it. Pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. You want a baked potato to go with your dinner tomorrow? Better put it in the oven now. Mm hmm Okay. The second reason is how downright mediocre... They are by themselves. Mm -hmm. Like when you think of a baked potato, you're more likely thinking of of it at least partially loaded, mm -hmm. because that's the only acceptable way to eat it. Yeah, yeah, you got to have the fixings. You got to have the fixings. The only one you don't is the twice baked potato. And that's our number two on this list. Oh, the twice wow, baked. Dang, the twice baked. I think I had my first one last. Twice year. as long. The twice baked. And it is incredible. And twice is good. It's everything that's good. So twice baked potatoes, everything good about the baked potato with extra deliciousness thrown in. Yeah. And some may think this is a little extra work. A few extra steps, hardly any time at all, and you have an upgraded baked on your plate. And the best part is because baked potatoes stay hot for roughly 17 days, and I'm right about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's fresh. In the foil out of the oven, you go, dad, this is, where'd you get this? The depths of hell, it's not cooling down. It's worth burning your mouth over. Uh, you could do everything in advance with a twice-baked, and then you just stick it onto the broiler for whatever dinner served, and you're good. This was a single mom staple at my house. When mom was making twice-baked potatoes, Jill was in a great mood, <laughs> and so was I. It was great. Twice-baked potatoes are good. I would, uh, 
100% choose the twice baked over the regular baked. Yeah. Chips are number nine. Chips are number nine on this list of the best forms of potato. And they say uh, a unique outing on this list as it's the only potato you could buy in a bag. Some are fantastic. Some are a bit more niche. But uh, potato chips do have a place in this world. So they're, they're number nine on this list. Surprised they're that low. I thought they'd be higher. Yeah, it seems... The fry is number one. So fry, the fry is number one. Yeah. What's that Erroneously, one? Erroneously, but yeah. What's that one? The French fry? Yeah. yeah. Is it all French fry? Or is it... Wedge? It's just, you know, it's the Broad. it's the best form of potato. So the fry is a form of the potato. Wait, that's number one. Did mash, mash make it mashed? Yeah, mash cause... number four. All right, yeah. Wow. That's a tough I'm okay one. with this. I'm I bet okay if you this. ask at mash Thanksgiving time, that one would... Get closer Mashed potatoes are a staple in American cooking, and it can be found eaten in just about every household. They're they're a Thanksgiving headliner. They work with tons of different meals. You always they think could be about fancy bare bones. They could be with or without gravy. They're easy to you know they're easy to do, uh, but they, you know you can master the the baked potato. Uh, always, sorry, the mashed potato. You always think about uh, entrees being people's favorite food, and for the longest time now, if you ask my daughter. You go around the table and say, you know, what's everybody's favorite food? You're going to hear like pizza, sushi, blah blah blah. And it always gets my daughter, and she's always like, mashed potatoes. Which was always bizarre to me, but I guess I get it. That, I mean, that is by far her favorite food. Mashed what, potatoes. Yeah, what do you, we're doing birthday dinner for you. You know, what do you want? I don't care as long as it's mashed potatoes. I understand her. It's basically applesauce, but potato uh, sauce. Potato <laughs> sauce. <laughs> potato <laughs> sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yummy. Uh, so mash number four. What about potato chunks and stew? There's nothing like a good, solid, Ooh. hot potato chunk when you're uh, when you're stewing out. Yeah. Okay, so here's the rest With of the, the list. So, like, roasted carrots. potatoes are number five. Simple. All you do is cut up some potatoes, season the crap out of them, and just roast them on a baking. Hey, have you done those little, um, I'm not sure what they're called. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but, but they're like little. Little uh, potatoes and you smush them down? No, you don't smush them. You just cook them like that. You just roast them. Um, but, but they're they're minis. Oh, crud. They're what baby they? potatoes. Yeah, baby potatoes. Dude, those are incredible. The red or purple okay, or something. here's what yeah. you do with those. Those are good. Here's what you do. Lion's Choice seasoning salt. With the little baby potatoes? Mm-hmm. You cook them, okay? You get to boil them or even put them in the oven. And then when they're when they're soft, you smush them down. Mm-hmm. No, you, you keep the skin on it. It's that way when you fork in and you, no, you, no, no, you, you chew it, it's, it, it you, kind of bursts. I'm telling you. You push them down, you break the skin, you keep the skin on them, and you put them back in the oven. Yes. And they crisp up. The skin crisps up. There's brown, brown around all the edges, oh, dude. Okay. Game changer. We never squished them before, but like we, we get it where the squish them where the skin is crispy. Squish, squish them. Tater salad on this list. Potato salad is number thirteen. That is <sighs> little low, yeah. and I would tell you why. I hate potato salad. Me too. Uh, I don't really? think it deserves to be on this list. I agree. You guys ha- have not had good ones. I've though. had some that I can tolerate, but I don't, I've never gone out of my way to be like, ooh, potato. I don't salad. love potatoes being served cold. Um, but the real crime here is mayonnaise, uh, which is the <laughs> probably worst based. substance known to man. There's mustard-based potato salad. There is. Mm-hmm. Like the German potato salad? I'm not sure I've had There's that several different kinds. Schnucks. It's got more vinegar and yummy. Their potato salad is mustard-based, I believe. You get mustard-based. There's uh, there's there's baked potato potato salad. There's russet-skinned potato salad. There's deviled egg potato salad. What percentage you bet of the your time? ass I'm getting some of that. What percentage of the time are you reaching over? You're passing everything else we talked about on the list uh, on this list to get potato salad. Often. Summertime, 
Really? Oh, yeah, man, I, I do it quite do a it. bit. Oh, the it. summertime potato salad that's been sitting on the that's been sitting on the table at the barbecue in the sun. Yeah, yes. heavy calories. The, the flies add a little turn. seasoning to it. No, I'm. I'm oh, cool. Let's put mayonnaise in the sun. I mean, I grill out at home. <laughs> I don't put it outside. I don't put a. I don't put a checkered thing on a picnic table every right. time I grill steaks at home. I just get some potato. It's like a nice little uh, it's summer. T- yeah, nothing really goes down smooth on a July 101 degree day, like a piping hot baked potato burning your esophagus all the way down. Like sometimes it's nice to have that little cool treat. You guys like, are missing out, man. They are missing yeah. out. And if so you good. stand within, you open your fridge and you have a fork already and you take yeah. the potato salad out of the tub and you're Sample. eating it while yes. you have the door open. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> I'm with you. 100%. No way. 100%. 100%. It's like, a, it's like your, little, it's your little private appetizer while you're mm-hmm. making your plate. Yep. Well, I would even say it deserves top five and I think French fry falls out. Okay. Get out of here. Because it's so common. I got, and they're not French that exciting. French fry is the king of potato and you know that. They're it, not that exciting. It is. Okay, potato salad is lucky they made the list. Agreed. Uh, potato skin is number seven. Overrated. Oh, I agree. If Big if time. If it's done right, I agree. Man, that's like that's like a thirteen-year-old's. You know, like if you're like a if you're like veggie. Yeah, the only, hesitant. Here's what I thought about. Here's what I thought about potato skins, and you and Rafe, you could. I'm sure you're gonna agree with this. Somebody, somebody out there one day said, let's serve potatoes, but let's do it without 80% of the potatoes. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's take the trash that you were going to throw out and put it on a baking pan and put uh, bacon on it. Yeah. And, and in that it. moment, potato cheese. skins were born. Yep. It's the same argument for the baked potato. It's like the only good potato skin I've ever had, they had to slather it. And like, there's a place called 17th Street Barbecue in Murfreesboro, Illinois. And it has the best potato skins I've ever had, but it's because they put barbecue pulled pork on top of it <laughs> and with this magic dust and like sour cream you got to put all this other stuff on it just to make this palatable yeah it's even a, tolerable it's a sled it's i'm, it's, I'm it's telling like you good a, potato skins are delicious yeah it's a good the problem sled. is bad potato skins are very disappointing mm-hmm. and it really is a crapshoot on which one you're gonna get mm-hmm. uh number 10 is the scalloped potato which is, you guys know what scalloped potatoes are? Yeah, it's big, yeah. a baked dish. Yeah, it's like, you know, thinly sliced, layered in a casserole dish, baked in like milk or cream until they're tender. Yeah. They're okay. It's pretty good. What's uh, the difference between that and au gratin? I think it's the same thing. Cheese. That's what I thought. I think it's a variation of that. One has, uh, hey, one man, has I, gratin in it. I go hard on au gratin. I will too. I'll eat it. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a second. Scalloped potatoes? Oh, yeah, yeah. When it's just like the... Uh, the medallions and you, yeah, yeah, they're thinly sliced and baked. Oh, casserole, they're good. This is amazing. I thought this was just called a potato casserole. No, scalloped potatoes. Oh, holy smokes! Yeah, I could, I could do this at any. I, I would have this every day. They're good, aren't they? Oh my gosh, yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm just looking at the pictures and. I mean, look look at the different variations too. You can put whatever on top, and and some have got mushrooms in them, some don't. Creamy and yeah, yeah. crispy. Oh golly, I'm starving now. Uh, number eleven is potato soup. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Ooh. potato soup. On a, that's, that's a, a treat. Cold day. That's a treat. Whew. Yeah, it is. A little hot sauce and a yummy bad boy. Dude, I love good potato soup. <laughs> Me too. Mm. Man, this is the day that I was like, I'm not seasons make eat a, a difference. Seasons make a difference for potato soup. Yeah, yeah, it's best in the pepper. summer. Hot pepper. No, not seasoning, but like the season. Like winter, fall, oh, potato soup. I'm just saying, like, if, if I have a good p- potato soup, I over pepper it. Have you it... had the one at any guns? Man, I'm not sure. Oh, dude. 
Well, I'll have it this weekend. Well, I'm coming for you. If you're saying I have to eat there, I guess I'll go. Scott, it's a date. I'll see you there. All right. Sounds good. Rafe, potato soup? Yeah. Yeah. Not hating. Nonchalant. I love it. Is that a dippable? Because I'm a dip. Yeah, yeah sometimes. I, I, when I see soup, I'm always like, what's the only thing that would get this? me into an O'Charlie's for the last 15 years is their potato soup, and then they change the recipe. <laughs> Idiots. Do you guys feel I like hear that? that and support that 100%. Do, yep. do you look at soup and think about eating soup, or do you look at soup and think about dipping things in it? I think just straight well, soup. Well, there's some soups that are more dippable than others. Every soup to me. At, chicken at, soup? At, at this point in my life. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. What are you dipping in chicken soup? It doesn't matter. I dip anything in, in soup. I, I mean, Carburetor. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, my man. Lucky like hat. A, for, some, for some reason, the older I've gotten, the the more I just think about dipping no, things I mean, in soups. There's some soups that are more conducive to dipping than others. I just don't want a soup Tomato by soup. itself. Yeah. Potato the soup. soup. Clam like, chowder. Mm. French onion soup is a good French one by onion itself. Soup. Yeah, the yeah. French onion soup comes with bread already in it. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> it's already been dipped. That's already been dipped. So I've never. I will never. I probably will never order a soup by itself. I'm getting soup so I can dip something in it yeah. and then finish the soup. I'm a broth girl. I just love broth. Yeah, I'm not dipping anything in, in chicken soup. Mm. Why not? What am I going to dip in there? Well, what would you dip in something else? Your toes. We do a like, tomato soup like with a grilled tomato cheese. Tomato soup. Yeah. Soup don't you guys bread put crackers in them? In my chicken soup? Bread. Yeah. Mm. I just dunked yesterday. It was good. I'll dunk, I'll dunk yeah. any sandwich in any soup, pretty much. I mean, yeah. is there a combo that's mm. bad? Yeah, no. and also no. Corner Pub. Great potato soup. You're right. Uh, and then 12 was gnocchi. Oh, yeah. Made it before. Potato gnocchi. The the biggest flaw in gnocchi is the effort. You know, it's to make them from scratch. You know, it takes a lot, a lot more work than the other forms of potatoes. Yeah. yeah you got to grate the potato yeah. down. It's like somebody made mashed dough. potatoes and then said, you know what? I bet I could turn this into dough. Yeah, that's a restaurant order. Where did we go? We had some good gnocchi somewhere. Man, that's going to haunt me. It's going to haunt my brain all day long. Was it the tavern? I think mm. I could. No, was there. it the gastro pit? Might have been. Mm. I got some. Let's look that up. Spaghettios needs to do a Pinocchios. Pinocchios? Riz, yeah. Do you make your own pasta at home? I do sometimes. I got a pasta maker I've yet to use, and I it's a lot of effort, and I'm like, I don't know if I should do it or not. I gotta have like on a Sunday. Yeah. Like I gotta like be in the real mood for, and I get the kids involved. That's nice. And you know, then we start yelling at each other, and you're not doing it right, and then God, oh, I'm just gonna do it myself. Family. That's how that usually turns out. <laughs> um, hey, did you um, uh, did you dig or do you dig uh, potato vodka? I I had what? drank some of that on uh, New Year's. Isn't all vodka well, yeah. potatoes? No, like Tito's is corn. Oh, is it? Interesting. Yeah, some mm. is and some isn't, but. I feel like there was some sort of specialty potato vodka that we had years ago that we really liked. We may have. I drank some of that on New Year's. Put me on my ass. <laughs> um, I have yet to been to, to, to go to Freddy's. Freddy's uh, Frozen Custard. And oh, steak burgers. man. But it's a treat. Children love it. It's, it's their, a it's treat. Their, it's their favorite place. Uh, headline KSDK, growing burger chain opens 18th St. Louis area store. Nice. Dang. More on the way. What's their menu look like? I don't know. Everything Steak and Shake should have been. It's it's how my kids describe it. It's kind of a blend of all your popular fast food places because you can get their regular sandwich, but you do a California style and it's very in and out. Well, they're saying like, uh, so Mondays, they're going to open up their newest local store here on Doherty Ferry, uh, 2945 Doherty Ferry in Valley Park, which I think was the old 
Arby's. I think it was an old Arby's there, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, by the Starbucks there, Big Bend. <clears throat> Across the street. Uh, Doherty Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doherty Fair and Big Fair Bend. Doherty Fair and Big Bend. Yep. So eight. that's the 18th location in the St. Louis area. They're continuing to expand in the coming year. Currently building a Fenton store. That's going to open in July. Golly. They're actively looking for for more locations in the area. Yeah, I've yet I've yet to go, and I hear great things. I think maybe from you. Maybe. Yeah, my kids yeah. just. It's it, a great road trip place too, because if you're trying to eat fairly healthy, you get that California one, and you're like, well, not too bad. And you don't get uh, the fries, you're good to go. Yeah, the fries are kind of a uh, you know the shoestring. <clears throat> they're yummy. Shake. They are good. Everything on the menu is solid. Hot dog, crispy chicken club. What's on the Click savory sides. Chili cheese dog. Have you been to a Friday's yet? Nah, I'm still thinking about that Noki, man. Where was it? Yaya's in Chesterfield. Oh, yeah. Freddy's fries, onion rings. It was like a hand-rolled potato Noki, roasted chicken, gorgonzola, cream spinach, spiced walnuts, and... <laughs> got me a little aroused. I'm not going to lie to you. Yaya's Best Noki good. I've ever had. When was the last time you were there? Uh, it wasn't too long ago, like around Christmas. Always. Shout out to Yaya's. That's a, that's a good place. Cheese curds, chili cheese fries... It's uh, onion rings. All right, man. I need to yeah. try. I need to try me some. There's Freddy's. one down the street here. A couple yeah, of minutes it's, away. It's the carnival stuff, but you know. Um, does this sound like a good combo, uh, or are these two things fine on their own, just not together? Uh, a major food brand desperately wants us to start dipping our pizza in guacamole. So Hormel <laughs> Foods owns the brand Holy Guacamole. So they're behind this push here. Uh, so they did a poll and found that 74% of us would reach for guacamole at a Super Bowl party, and 91% would reach for pizza, but only 17% have tried them together. So they're holding a contest and launched a website called guacafypizza.com. 250 fans in San Francisco and Kansas City will win free pizza and guacamole on Super Bowl Sunday. So is it a, is it a dumb marketing thing, or does guac on pizza actually sound good to you? I mean, is this going to... Basically, it will taste like butter, right? It's a little buttery, and it's just a lot of fat, like healthy fats, but it's right. a lot of it. And if you're eating pizza, you're obviously trying to, like, not get fat. You're trying to eat healthy, so you don't want to add this extra fat to it. I don't—it's the cold and hot difference for me. I like my pizza hot, and I like my guac cold. Yeah, but you could, you yeah. know, do you dip it in ranch? I guess, yeah, but that's different somehow. I don't know. <laughs> it's not as chunky. I don't know. I don't like it. I, don't I like can a, see the crust. I like would be guacamole good. with my chips and my pizza by itself. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a no for me. <clears throat> but I'm sure people people be trying this on Super Bowl Sunday. Um, so many types of Oreos exist. Uh, you know, we kind of stopped caring. Mm-hmm. But they got us with this one or got me with this one. Something called Space Dunk Oreos. Um, hit stores. Space Dunk Oreos. Instead of the normal white filling, they got uh, two pink and blue layers along with the uh, with popping candy mixed in. Dang! Wow. Oh, they had the popping candy uh, before. Like yeah. pop rocks. It was, it was yes. like fireworks or something. It was uh, like a Fourth of July one. Yeah, and it was freaking great. Really? It was really, really good. Whoa! This is oh okay. So this is double. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, double. Yeah, yeah. Oh, pardon me. A double stuff. Oh my gosh! I'm I'm burping because I'm so hungry. So oh, this is so bad. So. <laughs> That's, that smells good. What I'm not sure if they could. I'm not sure if they if they you could buy them in stores right now, but you could buy them through the Oreos website. And so that's the cookie itself. But the real reason 
you know, talking about this is they're doing a, a sweepstakes where the grand prize winner gets to go to the edge of space. Time out. What's the flavor? Never mind space. What's the flavor? Because <laughs> this is like a raspberry color. Wouldn't that be dope if it was a raspberry filling? I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> raspberry cream? Are you what kidding me? Blue Who cares? Raspberry. It's probably just raspberry Oreos. Wow. Where have you been? Coloring. It's probably the white filling, which is regular food, you know, which is food coloring. Yeah, probably. Mm. What a bummer. But again, these are called uh, Space Dunk Oreos. They're doing the sweepstakes where you get to go to the edge of space. You don't need to buy them to enter. Just go to liftofforeo.com. One person will get a seat on a space perspective flight, tentatively scheduled for next year. And that's the company that'll take you up to 100,000 feet in what's basically a giant hot air balloon. So you'll have a great view, but the lame part is you don't get to experience weightlessness. Oh. Mm. Oh, my gosh. What's the point? I think Big Bird's booked on that flight. Okay, so nobody was a bigger <laughs> Oreo fan than me than uh, Jeff Burton, and he, he used to have his nightly four Oreos that he would dunk in milk. Four Oreos in milk, yeah. Every night, which is so freaking weird. But, <laughs> which is, but it would always make me jealous because I was like, man, that's, that's, that's not a tradition I'm ever going to pick up. Are you going to talk about the fork thing? I am. You never knew about that? No. <clears throat> What's the fork thing? And I would have, I, that's where I was leading with this. Is I, I thought that Jeff would have told me something like this because he's a dunker and I'm a dunker. And look at this. I just came across a video that says the perfect Oreo dunk. So you stick the fork into the filling mm -hmm. and it just uh, kind of stays and sticks it's there. It's like a handle. That way, yeah. And that way you don't have to risk, you know, the cookie breaking off if you're holding it too long because I'm like an eight second holder. And, uh, and, and this way you get the whole cookie dunked. Are you kidding me? You can hold it under until the bubbles stop. This yeah. is a life changer. Without your fingers getting cold. Because I've seen this one, you know, where they take the whole tray and they and they uh, they fill the middle with milk, like the center tray, with milk, and then just dunk in there, and that's cute. If you yeah, gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, gonna clear the, if you're gonna clear two sleeves. Right, right, right. I'm not gonna do that. I like to leave it in the counter overnight. I'm gonna try these space ones though. I'm assuming they're available. Uh, somebody said you get them get them in stores now. Sweet. I'm doing. It. Look at this fork thing. This is brilliant. That's great. Man, that's cool. Uh, and by the way, with these, if you want to sign up to go to the edge of space, uh, the, the fun wrinkle here is, though, and, and if you read the terms and conditions, which I always do. Thank you. You don't have to go to space. You could choose to skip it and take $125,000 instead, which I would take. What would you choose? A trip to kind of space where you're not weightless or one hundred twenty-five grand? One hundred twenty-five grand. Hell yeah. I'm staying on Earth. Man. What are you taking? That's a tough choice. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say cash equivalent now. But if my kids were grown and out of the house and everybody was good, I am. You're not even really yeah. going to space. I would take Dude, the cash because there's gonna be plenty more opportunities where they're gonna offer free vacations up to space. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gonna get really cheap very soon. Yeah, I take the cash for now. But aim the cash. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, when you order a uh, a burger at a restaurant, what are we getting it? What what temperature? Like medium. What temperature? Yeah, what temperature? Like you know, uh, how would you like your burger done? Oh, medium rare. Medium rare. Yeah, I'm a medium rare guy. You're just give me an impossible burger. Yeah. I know. Not I'm not even invited. I just want rare. <laughs> Rafe, what are you getting it at? What temperature? Burg? Yeah. Right. And burger. Medium. Depends on where it's at. Medium to at home. If I'm cooking them up, I'll, I'll go mid rare. So medium rare. What are you getting it, Scott? No, I would do medium. Medium? Yeah. Never above medium. Um, I don't want a puck. Uh -uh. So an American tourist in Canada posted a photo after they ordered a burger at the Toronto airport, Hilton. They had to sign a waiver to get it cooked medium. 
Oh, because it's a... A waitress took their order and brought the burger and then handed them a food waiver that said, she, you know, they couldn't sue if it made them sick. This is a Canadian health thing, maybe? It's not a new... It's actually not a new thing. Canada has laws in the books and has for years that say restaurants have to do burgers well done to kill off any possible E. coli. That's at least 160 degrees. You might as well eat a hockey puck. Yeah, that's not even... Yeah, man. Anymore. And all the nutrients is now completely gone. That's like eating a campfire. You ever tried like a well done burger and you, you bite in and you just go, God, oh, this, tastes awful. Like, this tastes like campfire yeah, get, wood. That gets rid of the vitamins and everything in that. So that's at least 160. So taking a burger, it's, I mean, that's eating carbon. Yeah. Medium is 140 to 145. Like I like my burgers at 135. It's like medium rare. So the person who ordered it said they, they didn't even end up eating the burger. They took a couple bites, but being told it might kill them kind of ruined their appetite. <laughs> get over it. Stop that. Hmm. A spokesperson for Hilton said it's something they do at that specific hotel, but it's not standard practice for Hilton's in the U.S. But I didn't realize that was a law in Canada. It's so weird up there. I know. Well, remember, man, they're they're paying for your, your health stuff. All your, all your health costs are so much cheaper. Yeah, but I, I, I want to know how many people actually got E. coli from eating a burger cooked yeah, under yeah, 160. I'm, I'm just saying things are going to be slightly different. Because I like how they do that. Care there. They destroy the minerals and vitamins of it and yet give you free health care. Well, it's not about doing that. It's about just making sure that the restaurants are protected and the government is protected as well. Government! Yeah. As far as you getting government. sick on their dime. That's all. All right, so is this... Uh, this next thing here, is this bad parenting or just uh, desperation? Uh, a daycare in Pennsylvania been having issues with a cute little girl who's got a very dirty mouth. <laughs> Learn? Uh, yes. <laughs> now, she recently learned some curse words, including the F word. Oh, boy. And she won't stop using the F word around other kids. Mm. So the girl's mom told the daycare, it's okay to stick her in the bathroom and just let her, let it, let her get it out of her system. Good parenting, or she's just in there looking at herself saying the f word. Well, and I got audio. So like, so somebody who runs the place set up a camera with the, with the mom's permission, and they post the footage on TikTok. Like it's close to a full minute of this little girl cursing like a sailor. Here you go. Since we've had some issues with cussing, okay, we are not cussing anywhere but in the bathroom, okay. and we are not going to get the finger anywhere but in the bathroom. Because we can't teach our little friends that we're doing this. So she's saying the F word and, and giving every kid the finger. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Little friends that we're doing this. Okay. So mommy said it's okay for you to do this in the bathroom. That way you don't get in any more trouble and we can move forward. Got it? Yeah. Only in the bathroom. Okay. All right. Teacher leaves. Get it out of your system. We're not going to do that anymore, okay? Okay. okay. All right. Okay, you silly bitch. I'm going to start taking these types of breaks during the show. I'm gonna yeah, just go. Yeah, myself, but since you can't curse on the air, I'm going to go in the bathroom. bathroom, and I'm going to be, you mother, you mother at first. This just sounds like me the hour before we go on. Just <laughs> <laughs> get out of the system. Yeah. That's so funny. That's I guess, cute. Listen, I guess. Well, good for her for being able to do that only in the bathroom. What a... Ote. Ote. What's going on at home where this girl 
can't stop cursing. No, I mean, all I know Man. is I uh, I lived in the basement um, when I was a teenager <laughs> of somebody that was doing a daycare upstairs, and that's how it sounded. <laughs> oh, yeah, the background. Oh, God. <laughs> that's all I hear. Man, I think it's okay. I think Me it's too. Right. Fact, right. I kind of like it. I think it should be. I think it should be standard. Actually, all. No one asked how annoying these other kids are either. Did you hear no all crying the right in question. the background? Yeah, I'm just like, no yeah. wonder she's in there. Like these mother. You took my Elmo finger. Kids. Ah <laughs> oh, man, this one's peeing all over himself. How could you not? Yeah, how could you not curse? How yeah. could you not curse? Maybe this little girl's just mature. Yeah. I like that she oh, whispered Lord. it too. That's really yeah, cute. Yeah, like it's naughty. Like they mic kids whenever they are on ski slopes. You've ever seen that family that? Oh, that's so cute. It's so cute. Um, they take their like five year old skiing and she's learning how to do it. And they mic'd her up and recorded her. And she's like so proud of herself as she's going down the slopes and whatnot. She's whispering to herself. Mm, kids say the darndest things, don't they? Ah, so. God. I just love that this girl's like walking through her own daycare like these kids get on my goddamn nerves. <laughs> <laughs> just mumbling under her breath. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool to me. That's I, a cool I think kid. I'm all right with it. All right, let's I'd hang this. out with that kid. Me too. All right. All right, that's brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz and St. Louis' home for Blues hockey. From O'Fallon, Illinois, Neil Patel. Yeah! Oh, man, I, I know Neil. I met him in the airport. Seriously? Yeah, and uh, I think it was in another country. Did he get the well-done burger? Uh, Neil is a podcast weirdo who has never missed a show. He loves the camaraderie between the crew and goes back to listen to older shows as well. Neil is great. His uh, he was he was on his way to a wedding, um, and was telling me all about a wedding. It was like a like a big giant um, to do like a big Indian wedding. Yeah. And dude, it, it, he was full of stories and super cool dude. He's been yeah, listening well, for years. Now it's a uh, big deal. Loves the morning up, chat that starts off the show. Uh, favorite segments: Friday fails. King, uh, I'm sorry, Craig's freak of the week, and uh, always gets good laugh out. Of King Scott fumbling through the headline goo. Thank you. <clears throat> Neil Patel from O'Fallon, Illinois, is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, Riz here for locally owned and family owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers in business since 1976. Now with 43 stores, including Dobbs' newest store in Columbia, Missouri. Full service tire and auto service has never been more convenient. So let the tire and service pros at Dobbs take care of you by taking care of all your family vehicles. And be sure to check out Dobbs' money-saving year-end December deals on tires and service. Go to Dobbs.com. That's go to Dobbs.com. Then drive into any of Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations for service and savings today. Dobbs, locally owned and family owned since 1976. The real deal for real deals. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck, courtesy of Chesterfield Fencing Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. 
And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Uh, it's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was, it was in disrepair. And the Colchester Fence and Deck, we did a, a complete teardown, and then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism, that's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the register of this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Hi, St. Louis. This is Tom Cruise. Thanks for listening. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Camps, 1057thepoint.com. Slash Riz, the socials, at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Quite a few things coming up today. It's a big Friday show. We have uh, comedian Sam Comro coming in. Nice. AGT finalist back on uh, season 13. He's at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. He'll be stopping by around 8 o'clock. Rafe's E-Memoriam on the way. we got the Friday Fail Stories. We'll uh, give away some prizes later on, including tickets for WWE Monday Night Raw, which is coming up uh, this coming Monday. About to crown the Crisis Freak of the Week. Uh, controversy up in New Hampshire before we get to Freak of the Week. Now, this place bills itself as a, quote, judgment-free zone. But, of course, the Internet is not that. <laughs> so people online are not holding back. So a small town in New Hampshire is up in arms over a new business called the Diaper Spa, where clients wear diapers and pretend to be babies. It, you know, and we've had Freak of the Week ads like this. Sure. This adult diaper fetish thing. And if you think, oh, my God, that's all made up. No, it's real. It's a fetish. People who live nearby are worried, you know, it's a fetish thing and the clients might be dangerous. It also happens to be close to a park. <laughs> the owner is a licensed therapist uh, and says that's not what it is. Uh, she claims it's for people to get targeted therapy and work out issues from the childhood. But some of the services on her site are sort of presented in a fun way. Like what? There's one called ABDL Nursery Spa Care. 
described as a spa-like nursery experience for the little one inside of you. ABDL stands for Adult Baby Diaper Lover. And a two-hour session costs 600 bucks. Damn. There's also a virtual play date where for 200 bucks, you could do a Zoom call with a therapist. And for 1500 bucks, you could book a one-night diaper B&B that Ooh. comes with, quote, top-notch care and pampering services. Yeah. Wow. I was wondering how long it was going to take to work that in. It's a fetish thing. Yeah. Don't, I mean. This is an ad. Don't, I mean, it's therapy. I mean, I guess if I go to, a, you know, a strip club on the east side, that's kind of therapy, too. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Relaxes people. It does relax people. Let's call it what it is. Therapy, my ass. How much for lap therapy? $20. hundred a song. Okay. Uh, more than 500 people have signed an online petition to get the place shut down, but at least uh, at least one person who lives there does not take issue with it. A neighbor, a neighbor in her early 90s thinks people should chill out <laughs> and said it doesn't bother her at all. Yeah, I bet it doesn't bother Bernice because she's sitting in a diaper already. That's true. True. All perspective, man. True. No rules. Uh, the owner of the diaper spa says people tend to fear things they don't understand, but the folks uh, in her community are, are generally smart, reasonable, understanding. So she thinks the outrage will eventually die down. My my question is, is there such a market for this that, that a place like this could exist? I don't know, man. We do Probably. three ads a week on this show. 52 I know, but, weeks a year. But this is a small town in New Hampshire. Yeah. Americans are freaky. Especially you East Coast folk. What do you mean by... Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, is is this sustainable as a business? That's my question. Mm. Yeah, because, I mean, it, the people that are into this are eventually going to grow up and they won't be into it anymore, right? What? So you're going to run out hope. of your customers. What? They won't be a baby anymore. They're going to grow out of it. What? But is that how this works? You understand how this works? I thought that's how it worked. I no. thought they eventually would grow up again. No. Oh, I don't know. Hmm. Well, I'm going to keep my eye on this. You're going to open up one here <laughs> nah, in St. Louis? No, I may have to go out there to do some recon. <laughs> <laughs> you just pack your pampers and pack go on Pack my out. pampers, yep, that's all I need. Head out to the, the diaper spa in New Hampshire. We do have those uh, Depends and on Moon's desk still that we, we can do. bust I, out I at Rich Show Live. Are... Yeah, what do you mean we? Those are mine. That was oh, a gift. I'm sorry. I haven't opened up yet. <laughs> yeah, but I think they, they. This is not like depends. Depends. This is like baby diapers. How do they fit their big old ass in baby diapers? I think they probably make like fetish ones. Ew. I mean, I'm not kink shaming. <laughs> oh, you just. Ew, I just judged. Uh, I just did. I'm the judge. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm the internet. <laughs> Did you just say I'm the internet? Yes, I am the internet. Am the I'm internet. a huge bitch on <laughs> the, internet. the internet. I am the internet. <laughs> That's so good. All right, uh, let's crown the official Craigslist Freak of the Week. Moon, if you would shut down the votes. Yes, would I would. Be amazing of you. All right, here's how it all shook out. In uh, third place. Now, one of these three will be moving on to the Freak of the Year tournament. In third place, with 13.5% of your vote, it was nominee number three, Shames Brown. Oh, Shames Brown. This guy just wants to... It's erotic humiliation. 
Yeah, he wants he wants to be shamed. Uh, honestly, it's not too far out of the realm of the basic shaming uh, that we wanted. No it's hitting a, of any kind. No, it's a no contact fetish. Thing. Right. No yeah. hitting. You're not going to physically humiliate him. Which, it's a verbal role play thing. Which pretty much takes him out of the running for this competition in general. He's almost just a, uh, just a hey, thanks for being here. You've registered. Now you're a contestant. But he Goodbye. does have an ugly penis, and he wants you to talk about that. While he jokes. Yeah. So there you go. In third place, James Brown. Uh, your runner-up with 19.4% of your vote, it was Swing Crosby. This is a dude and his wife going on vacation, and they're uh, they're looking for other couples. The wife gets self-conscious about her uh, nips because they're dark compared to her pale skin, but that's okay. She's pretty much going to be down with anything, hopefully. <laughs> and uh, they're looking for another couple. She loves dressing up as Lady Gaga and is open to other celebrities. If you have any suggestions... Just to get it out there. The wife is breastfeeding. Don't forget. Mm. Also down with some human toilet play. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. If she's down with it. If she's comfortable enough. We're casting a wide net here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, your official Francis Freaky Week. With 67.1% of your vote, it was the the ad we all picked here. Nominee number one, Prey Leota. Where are my animals at? Man looking for anyone, 49 years old, Winnipeg. I'm looking for a real animal. No, not another furry. I get the furry thing, kind of, but it doesn't do it for me. It's all kind of silly and childish. It's too animated and cartoony. I do like the animal fantasy though. If you have any sort of realistic looking animal costumes and want to get primal, I'm your guy. I don't have the money to buy the suits that turn me on, but I know you're out there. I don't want a werewolf, I want the wolf. A real hunted bearskin may even work for a costume with some alterations, and I can help. Send pics of you in the costume so I can approve it. Once I give the okay, be ready. Ready for survival of the fittest. He who spreads his animal seed the farthest and longest will survive. You're going to run wild in the woods behind my house. I'll hunt you and then ravage your lifeless body. So hot. Bring your animal instincts, and I'll show you the real wild. No hate mail. Come at me, animals. There we go. Where are my animals at? Prelio to moving on to the next round. Oh, moving on to the tournament. That's a big deal. Yeah. Deservedly so. Deservedly so. And great well names. Done. Great names for all of them. And uh, thank you for all your votes. Another three ads uh, next Thursday. Um, apparently, this is a thing now. People are, are getting Spotify tattoos. Anybody see this? No. No. It's, it's like the... Uh... QR codes or something? Yeah. Yeah, people are getting Spotify tattoos, now, which, I remember, which are scannable codes. I remember seeing one of these, and it was not the right, it did not go to the right link. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously there are some risks <laughs> yeah. to this. What do you mean? You better trust who you're having code to you. What does it go to? Your Spotify account? Okay, so, so and I'll, on Spotify, each piece of content has a a series of unique sound bars known as Spotify code okay. meant for sharing the content with somebody who scanned, uh, you know, when scanned with the camera function on Spotify's mobile app. Okay, so it's like a QR code. Right. All right. Right. There, I mean, people are scanning or people are, you know, tattooing these codes that link to a particular song. Okay, I get that. But there are some drawbacks. For one, the codes may not work after the ink and skin have aged. <laughs> Uh, and there's also a possibility that Spotify shifts away from supporting the codes at some point. 
And you're putting a lot of trust in your tattoo artist, by the way. Uh, and CNN did a big article on this. Uh, and this, ta- this tattoo artist said, you know, tattooing the codes could be stressful, especially in that moment of truth between finishing the piece and testing whether it works or not. Right. This tattoo artist up in Colorado, he's in two Spotify tattoos. One connected to the Michael Bublé song, Everything. He did that in November of 2022. And he did another Spotify code tattoo in December for the song Gone Away by The Offspring. So these look like little VU meters. Uh, Yeah, they're little bars. Little bars, little parallel bars. Uh, and he then told him, so the tattoo's done. So the tattoo artist says, listen, if it's scannable, fantastic. If it's not scannable, I'm sorry, but that's part of the risk. He said the two E's done worked. But what song would you want scannable on your body? Hmm. Is there a song you would want scannable What's that on word? your body? Too sexy, maybe? <laughs> I'm too sexy, right? Yeah. Said Fred. I think that'd be That's nice. right. Maybe got jammer. back, perhaps? Man, I is there know. a song you would want? Uh, no, I don't think so. Scan, you know, scannable on your body? No. I mean, the tattoo actually doesn't look bad. Can it's I not think, a bad looking tattoo. Can I take the cash equivalent? No. Without the Spotify logo. Yeah, if you don't put the Spotify logo on it, doesn't it doesn't look terrible. It's a QR code, right? Um, it's not like one you would see on like the, uh, uh, you know, product at the, at Schnucks. It looks like when you record an Adobe audition or any sort of audio recording, how you see the sound bars as uh, you go, I it see. looks like that. So it looks like a waveform. Yeah. Not a wave, not like, not a, like a wave, but, but like bars. up and down. You know, I think that, mm. do you guys remember that awesome song, All the Things She Said from Tattoo? I think that'd oh, yeah. be the best one. All the Things yeah. You Said. Yeah. I know that song. Mine, of course, would be the Rough Riders anthem. From DMX? Yes. Right on. <laughs> you know, it's. The code I live by. Yep, that's true. Stop, drop. Cut them down, open up shop. Whoa, whoa. That's how the Rough Riders roll. Wow, is DMX on this show? Is he <laughs> back? You is know I live my right? life that whoa. way. <laughs> Rafe, what's the uh, what's the code? What's the song that you'll have uh, tattooed on your body? Oh, man. Probably fancy. Yeah. I, I would imagine. Uh, that's, that's what I would figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If not that, then... Um, you know, that no, just that, just that. Just I'm that. picture learned getting danger zone from Kenny, <laughs> Kenny, Kenny Loggins. So where's, awesome, the, where's the code at? Yeah, uh, where's the tattoo at? I actually have the lyrics tattooed on my ass to that. <laughs> yes, having a tramp stamp with the uh, with danger zone. The, uh... <laughs> That's a pretty good idea, actually. I'm going to go to Howdy Tattoo this weekend. That is a great punishment idea. <laughs> I'll do it. And, and those tattoo artists, like, you got to do it in a flat spot. You can't do it on, like, a you know, any curved well, I'm part out of then. your body. Um, yeah, that, there are risks. But it's not a if you don't get the Spotify logo with it, it doesn't, it look, doesn't bad. look bad. It doesn't look bad at all. All right, uh, today is February 2nd. Back in the day, 137 years ago, 1887, the first Groundhog Day was celebrated in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. If you missed it, the Groundhog did not see a shadow, which means an early spring. Uh, 55 years ago, 1969, horror legend Boris Karloff died at the age of 81. 52 years ago, 1972, a Clockwork Orange premieres in theaters. When was the last time anybody saw that movie? Ooh, it's been a <sighs> years ago. Teenage years. I saw it recently. And? It's weird. Does yeah. it give you a I nice, happy it. feeling? 
No. <clears throat> Pretty gnarly, huh? Yeah. It was, like, remember in high school, it was like everybody, everybody had to say at least they watched it. Mm-hmm. Even though I bet you 90% of the people who said they watched it never watched it. Right. Or didn't finish it, at least. Or didn't finish yeah. it. I mean, it is I think I've seen tough. it once. That's it. And I didn't, I mean, it's just, visually, it's a really cool movie as far as, like, the color schemes and whatnot. But the for me, like, some of the scenes, I was like, ah, yeah. no thanks. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. one I don't think they can make today, right? Yeah. I mean, I, mo- movies are more violent now than that. I mean, that, aren't they? Yeah, it's an interesting violence. Uh, 45 years ago, 1979, Sid Vicious of the Sex Pistols died of a heroin overdose, basically escaping legal charges for murdering his girlfriend. Uh, 28 years ago today, 1996, Singing in the Rain superstar Gene Kelly dies at 83. 13 years ago in 2011, the White Stripes split up after six records, ending their run as one of the most successful rock duos. 10 years ago, 2014, Philip Seymour Hoffman dies. In the middle of filming the final Hunger Games movie, he was only 46. Nine years ago in 2015, NFL Hall of Famer Warren Sapp arrested in Phoenix and charged with uh, soliciting a prostitute and assault. He was in town to cover the Super Bowl for the NFL Network after his arrest, fired immediately. And five years ago in 2019, Marshmallow, the DJ, performs a 10-minute virtual concert inside Fortnite. That was 2019? 2019. Oh, my gosh. More than 10 million attended. It was their largest in-game event. I remember that. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. BrightHouseCo.com. 636-600-0188. Foo Fighters, Metallica, and Arctic Monkeys lead the way for the Rock Axe at the Grammy Awards, which will air this Sunday night live from Los Angeles. All three of these bands have three nominations. Okay, so what category? Best... For rock. So Foo Fighters are up for best rock performance, best rock song for Rescued, and okay. best rock album for But Here We Are. Metallica are up for best rock performance for Lux Eterna, uh, best metal performance for 72 seasons, and best rock album for 72 seasons. And the Arctic Monkeys are up for best rock performance, best alternative music performance, and best alternative music and album. And of course, those will be the... Those would be the categories not aired on TV, exactly. so nobody cares. Nobody cares. Jelly Roll has two nominations. Including- Can I make a prediction, by the way? Go. That this will be the, they'll say it's the lowest audience for the Grammys ever. You think? Yes. Do you know, can you name without looking any of the songs up? Um, or any of the performers. I know Billy Joel's performing. That's about it. And the U2, performance? U2's doing it from the sphere. Yeah, they're doing it from the sphere. Um, I, I just read this morning that Tracy Chapman is going to be joining Luke Combs to do Fast Car because he covered that song of hers. Okay. So that, and it's rumored. It's not confirmed yet. So, I mean, yeah, those are the, here's what I do. I go into the Grammys. I just want to watch it. I don't really care. I just want to watch it. I, I like a lot of the people that they will show, but I, I'm not listening to new music as much as I used to. So Woody and I, Woody and I used to go out to the Grammys every year. That's so cool. We would go out and we would do the Radio Row thing and, you know, we'd interview all the acts, you know, the old morning show. Yeah. And they would give us two tickets to go to the show and would every year sell them and go to Disney. That's cool. <laughs> I would go in a heartbeat. The I've Gram- always wanted to go the to The Grammys a aren't oh. for... It's for us. So boring. It's, like, it's not the same I've audience been, anymore. It's hard. It's, yeah. It's, you go once and you go, okay, it's it's made for TV. It's boring as hell inside the, yeah, yeah. the theater. But it so. mattered to a certain degree back 
when it mattered. And now to, to people like my kids, you know, like the, the new fresh audience that m- labels and music is trying to be sold to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, this is not a part of the, no, it's just not a part of this, the, uh, the tower that makes the music industry anymore. But we were conditioned through MTV Video Music Awards. That was where I cut my teeth on award shows. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And so those to me will always live in the back oh, of my so heart. Cool. They were so cool. And I wish that that was still the same. Well, and Woody and I would find two idiots to <laughs> sell our tickets. That's and, pretty neat. And, and go, oh, dude, it's going to be the greatest night of your life. Oh, man, we oversold it. Yeah. How much you sell them for? I mean, 150 bucks a piece. Whoa. That's cool. For free tickets. And we will go. You bastard. And we, we went to Universal one year. <laughs> we went to Disney World one year. Uh, Disneyland one year. What a move. Awesome. What a move. Would you say that on air at the time? Probably not. Uh, no. <laughs> you wanted to keep <laughs> no, your no, networking. Yeah. Because it was, what was the company? Westwood One would send us out. And they, they'd pay for everything. That's so great. Wow. They well, pay for everything. They fly us out there. We, we do the radio row thing. I, I got one of the biggest mistakes we've ever made. And, and these these radio row things are they they have basically one station from every market in this room and the people playing the Grammys these up and coming artists uh, they roll through and they just go from table to table so we'd have a little sign that says you know KPNT the Point St Louis and they'd come they'd stop by the table we'd hit record we'd you know mm-hmm. we would interview them and then send it back to the station. I remember this one guy comes up to the table. He said, hey, I got this new artist. Um, this kid is going to be the next big thing. Uh, it was a guy named Scooter Braun came over. Scooter Braun. <clears throat> and he was bringing around Justin Bieber. And we're like, nah. <laughs> nah. Kid. He was, it, this was 2010, 2011. He was like Who a, knew? He was like yeah. a little Look, toddler. He was like I a little kid. Yeah. And Scooter Braun was going around bringing him. Wow. To all the stations are like, ah. You passed. Ah. You passed. <laughs> well, the Grammy Awards will air live on CBS and Paramount Plus this Sunday at 7 p.m. Hosted yeah, by Trevor Noah. So we would pass on Justin Bieber, but take Michael Jackson's dad. Yeah. Yeah, that's, of course. That's, that's and maybe to, to, and maybe to our audience, you know, that at the time it was more interesting. Mm-hmm. But if we have to do this again, you know, we can all go. This it's will be fun. I want to go. Scott, watch, we should go. Okay, let's do it. It's interesting watching the Grammy audience, though. And the people that are watching are people like us that are all upset that Metallica is not going to be on there if they I win know. because they're, you know, phasing out rock or they've been phasing out rock for 15 years. And, uh, but then you have like the gatekeepers, Spotify and all them, and like look at their latest posts. This morning when I woke up, the first post I saw was Ice Spice, and I don't know who that is. I know, I know She'll the be name. There too. And, yeah. and I know With that my I'm, little eye, I'm totally out of touch. But if you, if you, if you watch whatever the video is and see what they're pitching you and then look at the comments, the comments are all people like this going, this is, this is music. What is going, I mean, read the comments. That is what is really, really interesting. Cause those are the Grammy I, watchers. And I could say that I don't, yeah, it's on CBS, right? Mm-hmm. The that's, network of old people. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like <laughs> it doesn't, we're, we're at this very strange no man's land where they're kind of like, ah, we'll still do this Grammys, this relic of a, of, of a, Part of the music industry, I think by by age, CBS averages the highest age of their viewers. Right, right. Mm. <laughs> I love it. I'll watch. It's also always going to be. We've said this about all award shows. Like it's always going to be lower ratings because the access to artists is just so widespread now. Right. You don't have to watch. If you want to hear Jelly Roll's opinion about something, you go to his Instagram. You don't have That's to true. like watch his speech. 
So earlier this week, Britney Spears posted an apology to anyone who was hurt by what she wrote in her memoir, and it was pretty clear that Justin Timberlake was the intended recipient of that apology. Cut to Wednesday night in New York, where Timberlake was playing a show. He's about to launch into Cry Me a River, a song that's supposedly about his breakup with Britney Spears. And he said, quote, I'd like to take this opportunity to apologize to absolutely effing nobody. Oh, I bet you're going, oh, oh dang, boy, anyone, I take these, I'd like to take this opportunity to apologize to absolutely no one. (laughs) Well, Brittany caught wind of that and then she unapologized and she said, quote, someone told me someone was talking crap about me on the streets. Do you want me to bring it to the court or will you go home crying to your mom like you did last time? I'm not sorry. And so uh, she Didn't she say you suck at basketball too? Something like that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got him. <laughs> Dang. Our good friend Darius Rucker was arrested on two minor drug offenses yesterday involving possession of a controlled substance. There aren't Whoa. really specifics of what that controlled substance was. Um, in terms of what the DMV law cops think, Darius broke. Uh, he has expired tags on his car, which led to him getting pulled over. His attorney says he's fully cooperating with the authorities. Oh, what kind of shot? Yeah, I did. Oh, what does he have on him? No. Like, what do you you think this is where was he caught is in la or no i'm sorry tennessee is weed legal i don't oh, think tennessee is legal there i don't think weed has ever been licensed as a controlled substance though i thought it was a schedule one maybe I feel like when they use that term it's usually something a little harder mm. i thought it was, i always thought that i could be wrong weed i don't was know a, was considered federally a schedule one it might be thing yeah, i've they say that it's one of the 11 states that hasn't legalized the product yet. So, and you make the jump to like, oh, probably cocaine, because all celebrities do cocaine. Mm-hmm. But if he's in Tennessee, could be just weed. It'll just be weed. We'll see. Tim Burton shared a teaser poster for the Beetlejuice sequel, which will be called Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. It's going to hit uh, theaters in September. He's also remaking Tim Burton, the B movie Attack of the 50 Foot Woman from 1958, which did I look see forward the, to. Did you see the poster? I did. That's yeah, cool. It is cool. Um, Larry David, we love on this show. And by the way, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, the series finales this weekend. Larry David shocked the Today Show viewers on Thursday when he choked out Elmo of Sesame Street. So we have audio of this. Uh, Larry David was on the morning show promoting the final season of Curb Your Enthusiasm in the crossover segment. David wrapped his hands around the Muppets. He came out of nowhere. So they're like interviewing Elmo and the Sesame Street guys. All of a sudden, Larry David comes walking behind the couch and chokes out Elmo. Savannah Guthrie yells, oh, my God, Larry, you've gone too far this time. Hoda and Craig Melvin were shocked and covered their mouths. Elmo said, let's get back on the couch and talk about how you're feeling. And Larry David said, <laughs> somebody had to do it. Here's a little bit of audio from ye- Apparently yesterday. Apparently they had no, like the Today Show people had no idea this no was idea. happening. No idea. Did they even know that Larry David was going to be there? I, I think he was, he was there, there to, to promote. promote Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. But he they didn't know he was going to choke Elmo out. Yeah, it looked like he the- took a swing at Telly or whoever that is. Let's go over to Al for a check of the weather. And not yet, not wait, yet, wait, 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 all right. Larry, you've gone too far this time. 
Yo, so, the, the improv skills of, of that person is freaking awesome. Of Elmo? Of yeah, Elmo. like, <laughs> the guy goes, ask for permission before you touch Elmo. So, during the segment, Hoda and Savannah asked Larry David to apologize, and he was fighting back laughter. He said, Elmo, I just want to apologize. I'm really sorry. And Elmo said, thank you, Larry. Elmo accepts your apology. <laughs> this is awesome. Sit back on the couch and tell Elmo how you feel. <laughs> Which I thought, like, are they filming this for the last season? Because that would be fantastic if yeah. in the final season. Maybe, maybe. Go uh, out there and make some viral videos there, Larry. And well, I, I, what, what do I do? I guess I'll choke out Elmo. I know you talked about it. I think it was last week that, you know, the Elmo Twitter account yeah, put this out. Week. Like, oh, is it this week? Yeah. Like, how, you know, checking in, how, everybody, how's everybody feeling? And just people just unloaded. Right, people are sad. People are sad. Right, so Larry... Larry's angry. <laughs> Larry's, Larry's angry. People are sad. Uh, CBS, the old person news station, um, announced on Thursday that Donna Kelsey is set to compete on The Price is Right at night. Her sons, Travis and Jason Kelsey, will guest star on the show via video. Uh, referring to Donna as Mama Kelsey, the family is part of the show's ultimate Super Bowl party. Travis Kelsey is playing the Super Bowl with, of course, his Kansas City So, yeah, they, you know they do The Price is Right at night now. I don't. I don't watch it. What do you mean? It's so a, it's a nighttime show. So they do. Uh, is it weekly? It's Maybe Wednesdays tweet. at seven o'clock. Yeah, they do like a night show where <laughs> Drew Carey has his pants off. Well, <laughs> we'll tune in. I'm still thinking about Elmo's mic. The you know. Yeah. <laughs> The 2024 People's Choice Awards are coming up. Adam Sandler is going to be celebrated for his comedy career with the Icon Award. And I've always said the People's Choice Awards are my favorites. That's right. Why is that? Because the people get to choose. That's right. <laughs> it will be airing on Sunday, February 18th on NBC, Peacock, and E! from Santa Monica, California. So congratulations to him. Today is Groundhog Day, and if you love the movie, you probably remember Ned? Ned Ryerson? Yeah. Mm, needle nose Ned. Well, Frito-Lay is leaning into nostalgia to get you to buy their potato chips. So out today, you're going to see eight different commercials to celebrate Groundhog Day, and the ads will feature the actor who played Ned Ryerson, a man named Stephen Tobolowski. And Dude, he... Anybody ever watch Californication? Yes. Mm-hmm. He's in Californication. Who does he play in that? I don't remember. He was somebody's ex-husband. Uh, he, that guy's hilarious. I didn't recognize him at all in that show, and I loved David yeah. Coveney, right? Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to look it up whose ex-husband that was. Well, the character that Ned will be playing is, of course, doing the same thing over and over, just like in the movie, but with different Lay's flavors each time. So if you're a crazy person and want to watch this commercial, look for it. It's going to be on ABC and Hulu. We played Stu. Stu. Stu, who was, I think, somebody, yeah, somebody's boyfriend or... Mm. That's a great He was always show. in his underwear. That's a great show. A lot of nudity. A lot of nudity. Uh, it is Friday, so that means there's some things coming out into theaters. Argyle, which we talked about yesterday, is the new Bryce Dallas Howard film where she plays a reclusive author of a series of spy novels, and it doesn't have good reviews. Do you know who's in? Like, everybody's in that. Yeah, it's, uh, let's see, Brian Cranston, Henry Cavill, John Cena. That's my fault. Sam Rockwell. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Dua that Lipa, got me pumped. Samuel L. Jackson, um, Catherine O'Hara. Everybody's in it. And it's got crap reviews. 35% on Rotten Tomatoes. No audience score yet. Then there's a, another trailer that I watched this morning. It's called Fitting In. Did you see this? Is that a porno birthday uh, movie? <laughs> Pretty much. It's a dramatic comedy starring Maddie Ziegler. 
And she, th this girl is, she's growing up and she's eager to have sex until she's diagnosed with this rare condition called MRKH syndrome, which means she was born without, with underdeveloped lady parts. And literally the entire trailer is her going to a gynecologist and them telling her that she's got to like, how can I say this on the radio? She's got to put these plugs. Oh. Um, to get it to proper to size. To proper size, and it's her. It's this. It's oh, so it really is fitting in. Is is wow. is about that insinuation? Oh, fitting something in. No, I, that's out this weekend. That's out. The, yeah, go to the theaters, and it's a limited release. But yes. Anyway, also, there's Scrambled, starring uh, Leah McKendrick as a single 34-year-old. Fitting has got 96% on the tomatoes. It's a comedy. It's a it's a dark comedy. And all, I swear to God, and we have it on the blog, the trailer is just this girl like, I really want to have sex with this guy. And led, then her doctor's like, you have to stretch out your lady bits. Led by a Maddie Ziegler performance that's, funny, uh, that's as funny as it is fearless, Fitting in takes a boldly provocative look at the assumptions and expectations surrounding modern... Femininity. Yes. Is it not a little, little weird though that we're watching something about a 16 year old? Mm. That's what I thought too. Yeah. But also realistic. Kids have sex in high school. Like, who, who had sex in high school in this show? I <laughs> did. Moon? Not me. <laughs> I had this. Scott, oh, Scott's not hand is Scott. down. All right. Well, uh, Scott went to high school. You gotta be 39. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm a cool guy. Anyway, that's your crap on celebrities. Uh, your celebrity celebrities celebrating a birthday today. Sony Bringus, that is Ramona from uh, that's Ramona Gibbler from Fuller House is 22. Gemma Arterton, that is uh, the gal that is the Bond girl that was naked and dripping with oil from Quantum of Solace. She's 38. Shakira is 47. Donald Driver, the former NFL wide receiver who helped the Packers beat the Steelers in Super Bowl 45, is 49. Counting Crows former drummer Ben Mize is 53. Robert DeLeo from STP. Stone Temple Pilots. He's is, the, he, I mean, he's the pretty much the songwriter. Mm -hmm. He is 58 years old. Christy Brinkley is 70. Dog the Bounty Hunter. Real name? Dog, uh, Dwayne Chapman. Dwayne Chapman wow. is 71. Brent, Sp uh, is it Spiner? Spinner the, from... Uh, Spinner, the dude from Star Trek, Star Trek. Next Generation. Data, is, right? He was Data. Is 75. And Graham Nash from Crosby, Stills, Nash, and sometimes Young, is 82 years old. All right, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Brandy Talore. And today's birthday girl's been in 322 fine films, including 60 Pounds of Boobs, Battle Bang 8, Big Rack Attack, Big Sausage Pizza 6, Boobaholics Anonymous 1, Butterbags 2. <laughs> Butterbags. 60, 60 pounds of boobs, you yeah, said? Yeah, 60 pounds of boobs. And I like Butterbags. Hell yeah. I don't Pretty great. For breasts? For breasts, yeah. Butterbags? Butterbags. I've never it. heard that before. I love fun bags and Butterbags. Uh, Mounds of Joy 7 in a movie called Vacuum Hose 3. And who could get a role in 2005's Double Yummies? <laughs> Brandy Talore is 42 years old. That's your point of birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. Is our guest here? Let me see. I got a text. They're in the lobby. I'm gonna go, I can go grab oh, them. Oh, they're in, they're in the lobby? Yeah, I must just wait until break. 
Well, our guest, uh, Sam Comro, is in the lobby. We'll, we'll chat with him next. Attention, Riz Show fans and weirdos. Let me tell you about Woods Basement Systems, the all things basement experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet, soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you got to call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard. And Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go2dobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. This is Tommy Davidson. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show. And by the way, happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Joining us in studio, he's at Helium Comedy Club this weekend, Samuel Comro. Did Samuel kind of call you Sam? Uh, either, yeah, whatever you're feeling. Some people get pissed off. Yeah, not me. I'm very like, late. Our, like, yeah. our promo director, Matthew, if you call him Matt, he will correct you. Oh, yeah. No, I'm so passive. I don't like, like confrontation. You can call me Greg. I don't really don't care. <laughs> whatever, whatever you're feeling. <laughs> I don't, don't want to call you Greg. <laughs> I'll call you Sam. That's fine. No, some people are like very, I don't know why. No, my name's not Matt. It's it's Matthew. Well, I just heard you introduce yourself to learn as Samuel. So. Yeah, yeah. Stage name is what I go by. So. I just I just don't want to start off on the wrong foot. No, no. I think we're doing great. Okay, we're doing we're doing all right. All right, guys. Am I going to have right. to fight okay, this morning? Yeah. <laughs> no, thanks for getting up early. I know. Uh, you know, some for some comics, morning radio. I was like, ah, it's rough, but I uh, you guys make it very welcome. And then so you know what? Easy. I go. Wah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, you got to get up at, what, 7? Oh. <laughs> I was here at 3.30 this morning. Yeah. That's your choice. That That's was not your his choice. problem. That's not saying his I know, problem. So I don't want to put it on him. Greg yeah. doesn't care. In bed. Nice you go to, to bed at 7 p.m. too. I don't want to put... doing shows at 10.30 at night. I don't want to put it on him. That's a me thing. That's true. That's that's 100% on me. So you got uh, Healing Comedy Club, uh, 7 and 9.30 tonight, tomorrow, 6 and 8.30. Uh, you were mentioning before the show, uh, before you came on, that uh, you did a corporate gig last night. Yep. Yeah. Uh, corporate party. Arco Construction Company, I think. Big yeah. construction company. Yeah. They were awesome. 
That's that's yeah, that's good to hear because you hear horror stories about these corporate parties. No, no, yeah, I know. I thought it was going to be a nightmare, and then they were so welcoming. We went to their their uh, building afterwards, and uh, and just slammed slammed some, right. slammed some beverages yeah, in their cubicles. Right. So I mean, talking good. like real like you know construction guys. Uh, or we're no. oh, we talking the uh, <laughs> you know, the heads. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they were all in sweater vests, and yeah, ah, the sweater vest guys. Yep. Okay, you guys are <laughs> sitting in the truck. Yeah, get out every once in a while and go, everything all right over here? Okay. Yeah, yeah, point around. Back to the truck. Put a hard hat on. Mm. But those corporate gigs, um, and I'm sure, Rafe, you've you've done some corporate gigs too. Uh, yeah, good and bad. Uh, so they'll serve like dinner, like during your set. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're eating their T-bone steak while... You're yeah. trying to do comics. This is yeah. at the club, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was yeah. no, there was no. I've, I have done those where it's there's yeah. nothing worse than trying to tell jokes with the smell of like meatloaf in the air. Yeah, <laughs> and then like, like the golden corral, like the <laughs> clanking, like the clanking of uh, you know the clanking of forks and, and yeah, yeah. dishes and stuff like that. Didn't that mm-hmm. take a little of the pressure off though? Yeah. No, no, no. It makes it worse for sure. It's just hard to compete with really good food. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you're true. right. It's also hard to get laughs out of people with mashed potatoes in their mouth. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I've literally went, there was a club in Arkansas that for a while he was doing like steak dinners as part of the, but he'd serve it. He wouldn't let people eat before. So when you feature, with the feature comic, the second person, that's when the steaks and baked potatoes were coming out. The entrees were coming out. Mm-hmm. And nobody's letting the $40 steak sit while they oh, yeah. your jokes. Yeah, yeah. So they would be eating and like, map. They would clink their silverware instead of laughing, which oh, yeah. was yeah. awful. Or even trying to laugh with a mouthful of meat. Right. Yeah. To, <laughs> yeah, being heckled by food. I used yeah. to be a club where they'd bring in fajitas. Your goal like, oh, like sizzling fajitas? Yeah, yeah just the, the loudest food. Listen, sizzling fajitas is a show in itself. That's why you get the fajitas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't need another show on top of the show. It's like a Greek comedy club where they're like, opa! They're just like, okay, this is starting to feel personal. <laughs> you get fajitas because you want a show. Yeah. Yeah, but it's I guess that, sh- that shifts your goal around a little bit. You're trying to get people. To, you're trying to get people to choke, basically. Right. Like, Aha, this guy's I choking on a steak. I listen, win. man, I can't compete with the fetus. <laughs> really? They yeah, thought yeah. that was a good idea to start hot, like on like a a, a cast iron, yeah, seven thousand degree, and it's going hot sh- thing, yes. going through a crowd. Yeah, yeah. At a dark club, just during the pause of a joke too, where the timing really matters. <laughs> <laughs> Fill the place with smoke too, you know. Put a sombrero on someone saying "I'm happy birthday" while you're trying to do your clothes. Mariachi band. (laughs) (laughs) Dumbest idea I've ever heard. Is the place still out? Or were they? Is the place still in existence? I think so. Yeah. And are the fajitas good? That's that does uh, that does play into it. (laughs) If the fajitas are good. Worth it. Man, it worth just, it. Yeah, you yeah. should just get it up on stage and just, you know, take breaks and eat. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. If, hey, Play you guys are it. eating while this, I should eat <laughs> while this is happening. Yeah, have you ever, ever had anybody throw food at you? Uh, no, I've had I've had multiple people come on stage and oh, try to fight. That seems to be a thing. Yeah, yeah. Lately it lately is, but it I did. I, I was the first. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was before like the Will Smith slap and everything like that. I was talking like doing sports bars and and dive bars in in front of like six people or a show in front of one dude, and he just doesn't like what you're saying, so he comes up and tries to take the mic and mm. take the show into his own hands. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I've had those encounters. So corporate parties are a blessing. Yeah, is what yeah, I'm trying yeah. to say. No, that, that seems to be a thing. Like I, I guess now, everybody's you know, 
Blessing's you know, a strong word. Recording and, and putting it, you know, putting it up on the net so you're so you're seeing it, you see it on the internet. But uh, what yeah. happened? Didn't something happen in New York with uh, uh, Mark Norman? Mark Norman. Yeah. Oh, I, still, yeah. I still don't know what uh, happened there. He got weird. pranked, right, by the club? Yeah, I don't know what happened either. I watched the video and a guy jumps on stage and looks like really scared. And then the girl jumps on stage and she looks really scared. And then Mark looks terrified. And they just pulled everybody out of the room. And they cleared yeah. the room. They, and they, they didn't and explain. There's no explanation. They walk him out. If you watch the video, they, they walk him out. And then they, they basically tell the crowd, like, hey, show's over. He's Mark's not coming back. Uh, do not film any of this. If you filmed it, make sure you're not posting it. Like, I mean, yeah, if you know what we're talking about. The so video it, cuts it, this off. was a couple weeks ago. So Mark Norman, who's been on the show a couple times, mm-hmm. um, he's doing a, It's in, in New York City at a comedy club. He's doing his thing. Out of nowhere, a guy, in the middle of Mark Norman talking, a guy walks onto the stage mm-hmm. looking like he saw a ghost. Mm-hmm. Mark goes, uh-oh. And then Mark Norman the most, way of, yeah. <laughs> you know, in the Mark In the most Mark Normanist way of, okay. You know, possible. Okay. And then uh, somebody takes the guy off the stage, and then this woman comes up and says, the show's over. Everybody get out. Wow. And they And they take almost Mark by the arm and... and what? So and nobody still knows. Someone what? in one of my friends in New York told me a bomb threat. It was like a bomb threat situation. Whoa! I don't know how accurate that is. This is probably all, but I was told like the guy that went on stage and made a threat and was trying. That was his idea to hide. <laughs> what? I'm sure he was on something. but they said that like he just like walked through the crowd and got on stage, thinking like the security wouldn't come up there. I don't know what he was thinking. But he just like got on stage next to Mark, and then they went and grabbed him off stage, and then they had to like bring the host on. They got Mark out of there, and they had to bring the host on to tell people everybody they need to tell everybody to get the hell out of here, but without causing a panic. Yeah, so that's why the host came back on, and we're like, no, nothing to worry about, but get out as quick. <laughs> but as nothing you to worry can. about, but like hurry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. nothing to worry about as quick as you can. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, it was a weird situation, man. So when people come up on you and they're trying to fight, like I mean. They're just, they're just bowing up and, 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 and trying to fight at a sports bar because it's, uh, because of a joke? Yeah, yeah, just drunk or so how do you like take something that? I said. Do you kind of bow, bow up or you just go, here you go, here's the mic, man. So uh, here. I'm all talk, so I'll like I'll like puff the chest and I'll talk a little bit, but I'm also like eyeing for security. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looking for friendships <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the crowd that I've made it previously. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Trying to get people there. And I also have Tourette syndrome, so I use that to my advantage uh, just because it's, it's impossible to, I, I say it too. Or it's just, it's impossible to, not impossible, but you could you could beat me up, but it is a lose-lose situation for you. Because if you beat me up, you're a dude that beat up a dude with Tourette's syndrome. And if I beat you up, uh, you just got your ass kicked by somebody with Tourette's yeah, syndrome. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I, usually that makes them, like, reconsider it because I feel like hurting <laughs> me is a weak thing to do. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty fragile. No, and I you're probably like pants. Me too. We like, talked about it. He does have really cool pants on today. Thank yeah, you. Your mouth will get you in trouble, just like myself. Yeah, and then, yeah. you know, when that happens, especially when you're at a gig or whatever, you, yeah, you keep talking smack. Hopefully, somebody will come to my rescue at some point. Mm hmm. Pull me out of this situation. But yeah. there have been some times where nobody's come. No, and everybody gets their phone out. Nobody's helping. They just film <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, well, there was a time, <clears throat> I think I've told the story, I was at a sports bar. <laughs> Uh, we were doing a, an eating contest where it was like, uh, you know, whoever could eat this hamburger the fastest. It was like a noon gig. Some There were kids there. Some guy was cursing, mm-hmm. cursing up a storm. F this, F that, F the judges, whatever. I go, dude, you got to calm down, man. They're like little kids here. And the guy started, you know, F you. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you want to go outside? And I go, yep. Huge guy. Right. Huge guy. And... <laughs> 
I can't, I can't back down. No. Not in front of the kids. Right. <laughs> it's for the children. Not in, front, not in front of the kids. I don't want to show any weakness. Inside, though, I was very scared. Inside yeah. my fragile body. Sure. Was very scared. Hopefully, somebody will step in and say, gentlemen, please. Jeff. Gentlemen, please, let's let's calm down. The guy I was with, God rest his soul, he did nothing. He stood there. Yeah, frozen. yeah. That's usually the move, right? It's like, you want to go outside? And, and then I you go, just- yep. Let's Don't do go. anything outside, and then that's no. Me. This guy was going to do something outside. He oh. was he was hammered. Yeah, yeah. He this is a drunk at noon guy. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. Point. Cursing up a storm at a food eating contest in front of little kids. <laughs> Specific breed of male. This is some guy. This guy's unhinged. <laughs> when we go outside, he's going to hit me. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, braggadociously, yep, let's go outside. Let's do it. Whatever we're going to do. And we, I mean, we were walking out, and thank God. I mean, last moment, I think somebody swung the door open, like ready to go. Damn it. Uh, somebody's like, oh, God, we got to stop this. <laughs> <laughs> we got we to stop this before this goes any further. Thank yeah. God. I'd be calling an Uber on the way out. <laughs> just like, <laughs> wait for them to pick me out. Yeah. As I'm walking, I'm looking over my shoulder. Help me. Come on in. Help come me. On, come on. <laughs> somebody stop this. And then after it was all over, I turned to my buddy. Uh, I go, well, where were you, man? Right. This is our my former co-host, you know, Jeff. Um, where were you, buddy? And he goes, oh, I thought you had this. I'm like, I don't have this. <laughs> yeah. You tossed a big game. He, he believed, believed in you. you. Yeah, yeah, man, you sold it. Hey, I got an update on this Mark Norman thing. Oh, really? Yeah, it says uh, that he came out and said something about how he had no prior knowledge of a surprise activity that was planned by show producers. So it, it was a producer prank put on by... I guess whoever was either putting on the show or putting something else on, and that he had no prior knowledge that it was going to happen. So it was a prank done a, probably for the views, it and it was going to be recorded. Oh, it was man. a publicity to stunt online. from the producers. Oh, I'd be so pissed. How pissed would you be? I don't want to be involved in somebody else's pranks. Yeah, yeah, I hate a prank. I especially when I'm be on mad. the wrong end. Yeah, sorry, man. I mean, to interrupt. You. No, no, no. I, I would also be, especially if I was at like Mark Norman's level. You know what I mean? Mm. When you're someone that's like, they're basically using your fame to garner views yeah, without views. your permission. Oh, uh, right. That was a Mark Norman. That Mark Norman thing was a viral marketing thing from some company called some company called Hi Hi. Same group did the furry thing with Tyra Banks in an NBA game. Mm. That's crazy. That is what you're talking about though. Now with all the uh, social media and stuff like that, it's just like it's changed the game. Right, like yeah. everything is for views. They wouldn't do that before social media. Like a prank like that makes no sense. But yeah. now. No, it's, some it's of my favorite that. videos are, you know, popping up YouTube and or, you know, Twitter or whatever and watching these viral, you know, pranksters get their asses kicked mm-hmm. by trying to prank the wrong person. <laughs> Those are my favorite videos. Yeah, there's been some pretty, there's been some real travesties. Oh, uh, there was one guy that shot, that shot somebody else. Wow. Jesus. I don't know if his name is Jesus or not. I mean, that's the, that's the extreme. Yeah, in this day and age, like, I wouldn't trust a prank, like, to do one. I'd be like, people are nuts. Well, I just, I just, you know, I don't want to be involved. No, I don't want to be involved, but if if this was a bomb threat, right, or or whatever, however Mark Norman is being pulled off stage and people think, like, there's danger, I don't know. People act really irrationally these days. Yeah, here's a a post from the club. We received a handful of inquiries regarding a viral clip from our club being evacuated last night. First and foremost, nobody was harmed or injured. The disruption was part of a filming by Hi Hi, the producers that rented out our venue for the night. So since this took on a bit of a wild narrative, you're welcome to attend for free at an actual show. Please email us. 
So they probably hired Mark Norman for for whatever gig this was. He's doing his thing, not knowing there's going to be a prank. That You're somebody who checks their, you know, their their heart rate every three seconds. Yes. Imagine knowing there's a bomb threat. You drop that of a heart attack. I know. And then what? And then Tim, <laughs> and my then husband, what? is suing. Then your husband sues. There you go. Yeah. Or probably not, because he'd be like, whatever. But <laughs> now listen, I just want to. I just want to go to the mall. Right. I don't want to be involved in somebody else's prank. I know. Now I'm like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're just trying to enjoy your day, and I'm just like wanna, looking out for cameras. Yeah, I just want to yeah. enjoy my day. I hardly leave my house anyway. When I go out, I just don't want to be bothered. Mm-hmm. That's it. Same. For a comedian, though, it is funny, though, because you really do think about that when you're on stage. Any crazy thing like that, you probably do take it into account. I know Charleston White was just like jumped on stage. Yes. And he had an interview afterwards where he talks about he had a moment where there's a second where the guys are coming up on stage where he goes, this could go viral. Mm-hmm. I should just get punched. And I can sell tickets for my That's tour. That's wild, wow. man. And you got to think about that. Like, do he I just take this punched. hit Didn't to the face? A- yeah, oh, he got speared. Yeah. He got, like, tackled by a guy wow. in a Lakers jersey. Yeah. I guess we ought to. Man. We ought to be thinking about that now. Fame at all costs. Yeah. <laughs> it is uh, somebody else. There was a girl last year who was an opener. Got a beer bottle thrown at her. And then she got Kemmel. And the person she was, the headliner she was opening for had never done late night <laughs> so she like jumped the line and not that she shouldn't but it's like basically that viral moment got her onto a got late her, night talk her show. first late night set which is a good milestone for a comic and it's like it's just wild like moments like that can yeah change your career define your career when it's like not a good moment, right? Well, and I was speaking of late night. So, Sam, your first uh, your first late night gig was with Conan, right? Yeah, TBS show. Yeah, yeah. How Conan old O'Brien were you? Show. Uh, it was 2012. I think it was like 24, 25. Right, so that was that was you know nerve wracking and pretty big deal. Yeah, yeah, it was huge, and it was crazy because a lot of people don't know this, but my mom she passed away two days before Holy I was on the show. Cow. Wow. Which was like, I've been working since I was 17 nonstop every night at these terrible gigs for this moment. Yeah. And I'm in her house in Vegas. She passes away. And I started to feel like my career was turning into a Final Destination movie. Oh. Like, I'm a very spiritual person right. like that. And I think things happen for a reason. And then six months later, I was on BET. My uncle passed away. A few years later, I was on America's Got Talent. My other uncle passed away. Whoa. And I'm just trying to figure out who I have to kill next. Yeah. Next step to get back on yeah. TV, yeah. So if you come tonight, just be warned. Either you throw food at me, or you gone down. Something's Whoa. happening at TLM tonight. So, so how long, how far out did they book those those gigs? So you found out you were going to be on Conan. How far in advance? So most of the time, it's like six months in advance. You have time to prep. For mine, it was a competition that uh, Ricky Gervais was doing. So Ricky Gervais put on this comedy competition. You send in your comedy clip, and it was the week before. So I found out like three days before I was going on. Oh, wow. And your mom was sick? Yeah, yeah. I literally, I call her. She's She had cancer for years, and she's on her deathbed, and I called her and told her I was going to be on. And she was disheveled and not herself, but it was like right. a very intimate, heartwarming moment. I fly to Vegas. I'm there with her her last night. Fly to Conan. Do the Conan Whoa. O'Brien show. Wow. Intense, yeah. Yeah. And then you got, and then after that, you know, a couple years passed, AGT uh, yep. back in 2018. Yep. You were a finalist. This guy made it to the finals. That's yeah, awesome. yeah. Top four. Lost to an Asian magician. He yeah. Made everything disappear. Cards, markers, my dreams. He took it. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. <laughs> Super oh. successful. <laughs> and, you, and you did a tryout for that? I mean, it was. Uh, yeah. I'd been auditioning for a few years and uh, not getting it. And then uh, finally I, I sent in a video, they liked it, and I got to audition in front of the judges. And I knew once I was in front of the judges in a real audience that right. that it would be a wrap. Now, I felt yeah, pretty confident. If you didn't know, it. you know, Sam, you mentioned before, you do have Tourette's. Yes. And 
it's not a it's not like a cursing Tourette's. Like no. there are different it's a variations very, of having Tourette's. Yeah, it's it's a huge spectrum. It's a common misconception. A lot of people think it's cussing and swearing because you've seen it in TV, movies, right. South Park. Only ten percent of people have that kind. Most people have what I have to a different extreme. So when I cuss you out. It's from the heart. Mm, yeah. It's because I hate you. <laughs> yeah, that's not your Tourette speaking. Right. That's Sam's making. <laughs> right. yeah. That's which all is, me. Which yeah. is, now, I, I can imagine being in front of all those people, AGT, a national show, millions of people watch every week. How many people asked if you were faking it? Oh, everybody. Yeah, which is the craziest thing. Wild, right? As a kid, I got bullied nonstop for having it. And now as an adult, I have to prove that I have it. Yeah. Which is for, insane. Wild. You get bullied for for, for yeah, other reason. For, exactly. for not having it for the way that they wanted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, I, you know, I was wondering, you know, with you on the show, people are like, well, he's just playing it up for sympathy. Yeah. He's playing it up to get on the show. There's no way he really has it. Well, that's, that, not the, that's not the threats I, you know, I know. Yeah, they want the top That's not the threats I know and love. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, the Grey Goose Tourette's. Yeah, yeah. give me that. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I'm going to use that tonight. Right. <laughs> I'm going to steal that joke. And, and you, I mean, you're somebody with a, you know, with a sleeve of tattoos. Yep. I mean, somebody with Tourette's who has tics. I know. How do you get tattooed? I know. I had to warn a lot of people before walking into that shop. It's, yeah, it's a full sleeve. It's a lion, angel, roses. It was supposed to be a bird, but I twitched. <laughs> <laughs> I should have got a tattoo artist who also had Tourette's so we could just kind of rock together. <laughs> <laughs> you got to sync up, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got to get in sync, though. <laughs> yeah, it what was a chaos. journey. <laughs> yeah, but it was uh, no, it was, uh, it was the last one I'll get. People always ask if I'm going to get another one. I only have $350, so I just got the left one. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> No, does, does anything like trigger, you know? Yeah, text? everything, everything. Uh, Being not a lot of sleep. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, talking about <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, alcohol, everything that you love and enjoy about life mm. <laughs> makes it worse. So it's pretty, it's pretty difficult to contain. I, I kind of just, I was on medication when I was a little kid for for a few days, and it turns you into a zombie. So now I just, I've embraced it. Right, right. Um, Yes, yeah, so and you had it as a kid. There's nothing that triggers it, or you're just born with it. Uh, yeah, some people get it later on. Some people get it early. I was diagnosed at four, had it since I was born. I'm the only one in my family who has Tourette's, which is crazy because I have a huge family. I have five sisters, one brother. I'm number five out of seven, and I have no clue how it happened. Out of seven, I'm the only one, you know, uh, but I think we were born in a very particular order. Mm-hmm. It's my oldest sister, and then two years later, my next sister. Two years later, my brother. Two years later, my sister. Five years later, me. Ah. Two years later, my sister. Two years later, my sister. Bro, you left me in the balls too long. Yeah. I overcooked. Overcooked. <laughs> yeah, so it's so funny talking to a comedian. Usually, and how many how many siblings do you have? Two. You have two. I mean, a lot of All comedians. All five years apart. A lot of All comedians who roll in here are from are from big families. Yeah, yeah, and. It's a it's an attention thing. Hundred percent. That's why you learn to be funny to get attention with so many freaking kids in that. Or house. trauma. Or trauma. <laughs> it's a combo. I got the combo. Or trauma. <laughs> That's funny. Are you uh, rooting for anybody in the Super Bowl particularly? Because I do uh, want to go over this. Um, there is a right answer. Okay, yeah, I know I, what the right answer is, so I'm going to say it so we get more people to the show. <laughs> so I'm rooting for the Chiefs, obviously. You are rooting for the Chiefs. <laughs> my brother and my sister are huge Niners fans, so I'm definitely rooting for the Chiefs because uh, I'll never hear the end of it. I'm a huge Packer fan. Uh, so but you, grew, was, you grew up in L.A.? Yeah, yeah, but the Rams were here. 
So the, yeah, the yeah, Rams yeah. are here in St. Louis. Hey, you're yeah, a good company, though. A like, there's a Packers, like, can, I mean, a huge group of Packers fans oh, in this yeah. town. Oh, nice. Oh, very much so, because when, when the Cardinals left in the 80s, like, the Packers were one of the most easy, easily found on broadcast here. Right. So there's a huge faction of Green Bay Packers fans in the St. Louis area. Oh, that's awesome. So you can't you can't lose here. Well. Just yeah. talk about Chiefs and Packers and you're you're gonna fill the place. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, see I wonder what the what the percentage like so Rams leave, everybody's pretty bitter of that, you know, after Rams, right. nobody roots for them anymore. What are the percentages? Where did everybody where did the NFL fans go? Packers and Chiefs. And a but, couple But who got more? And, and a couple Bears people. I think Chiefs got more because they were playing so well. But I think And I is mean, it a Missouri thing? I don't know, man. I just know a lot of people, if they're not Chiefs fans, but they're big football fans, they are Packers fans. Just and a I, national I mean, team, too. Diehards. I feel like Packers, Cowboys, Steelers are kind of like those teams that there's pockets everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but like that, was also, that was also deliberately on the Packers' um, decision-making for, for broadcasting. Well, also Channel 2 plays the Packers. It's kind of being stuffed in our faces. Right, yeah. and has been since the Cardinals left. But are you? do you bet at all? Are you a betting man? Yeah, I got a problem. Yeah. Yeah, my dad lives in Vegas, and uh, oh, wow. <laughs> he's been trying to recruit me out there, and I just can't go. I'm the type of guy that, like, needs to stay away from a casino. Yeah, but people who live there yeah, like, yeah. don't really gamble. That's for the tourists. Right, right. But I'm definitely, yeah, I'm on DraftKings and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Super Bowl Sunday, you know, you could always bet on the boring stuff, like, you know, who's going to win, the coin toss. We'll call it the Gatorade bath will be. And yeah. by the way, the favorite is purple. Is it really? Well, yeah. Used to be uh, used to be orange or green. Remember? You're talking about Gatorade? Yeah, dude. Hell the, yeah, Riptide Rush. The prop bets are uh, <laughs> are where it's at. I, I I do love the prop bets, but there are some very interesting ones, like whether or not Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift will have sex on the 50 yard line. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Afterwards, that'd be the move. Uh, you know, obviously so they will. Duh. <laughs> I heard yesterday that it was proposed to. On the 50-yard line, but that's different. Sex on the 50-yard <laughs> yeah, line. That changes the uh, odds. All right, so here's some crazy prop bets, and I'll see what you— and I'm going to write all these down to see what you guys— and we'll see it. We'll see Monday if these pay off or not. Um, will aliens invade Vegas, uh, leading the game to end in a tie? There is a 0.1% chance of that happening, so you can make big money on that. Actually, I was going to say that's usually what I put like five dollars on just to, just to see. Yeah, just to say you've been a part of that bet. Yeah, I yeah. Put some money on that one. Yeah, I am the dude who goes like called it, <laughs> screenshots it. Uh, if the Chiefs win, uh, here are the odds. Uh, there's a there's a two percent chance that if the Chiefs win, Taylor Swift goes with the Chiefs to the White House, where President Biden will then sniff her hair. <laughs> put me uh, down. Bavada, the Did my company. libertarian uncle prop this bet up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bavada, the company that does these odds, says there's a 2% chance of that happening. I will put I will put five bucks on that. Did you see the dude that's already bet on the coin toss? 100 grand. There's a dude that's already bet that it'll be tails. 100 grand. 100 grand on that? He bet it last week. I mean, that's not a fun bet. I don't know. It's 50-50 shot. It's pretty wild. High stakes. Uh, there is a 4.8% chance that uh, if the Chiefs win, Travis and Taylor will announce they're expecting a baby. <laughs> uh, how likely do you think it is that the Niners will be leading at the half, then Usher will invite Taylor on stage during the halftime show where she will perform Shake It Off and the Chiefs come back to win the game? There is a 0.4% chance of that happening. Put me I'll down. put five bucks on that one. Wait, did you say there's a bigger chance of aliens coming down? No, that was 0.1. No, that was 0.1. Oh, 0.1. I thought you said that was 0.5. Okay. There's a 2% chance of Biden sniffing Taylor's hair, a 0.1% chance of aliens invading Vegas, leading the game to be a tie. 
Uh, let me see here. Uh, will, will Taylor Swift be shown on camera during the anthem? And these are real. Yes or no? Taylor? Will Taylor Swift be shown on camera during the national anthem? No. No. I say no. Don't they? They don't break the camera uh, I don't think so. away from whoever's singing it, do they? They do. Sometimes they'll do. They some, look at the players. They'll show the players. Oh, they'll show, they'll go down the line. The players. Sometimes oh, okay. they'll show people in the crowd. I think there's a chance. I think there's a chance too. Maybe. I feel like they're going to be aware of what everyone's saying and maybe not do that. The overexposure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's the what's the percentage? Vegas there? says I don't know the percentage, but Vegas is saying yes. Hmm. They oh, will. Right, well, go, Vegas said go it. Against Vegas. Yeah, never mind. I'm in. <laughs> That's how easy it is to convince me to bet on something. Yeah, <laughs> Hold right. it. I'll do it. Uh, let me see here. Uh, how many times will Taylor Swift be shown on camera during the game? Wait, how That's... many? There's two halves. I think you got to do a little oh, recount on it. Over 10. You think over 10? you got to going... average the last couple. Like, what? what, what are, what are, what's the average of the... Do you have any of the details of, yeah. of like the yeah, last? Yeah, they show her for ninety seconds a game. Ninety seconds total. Total. But how huh. many times? How many times, how many times will they that? go to her? So is they, that that's, five? it's a five seconds per time. So what is that divide? That's four. No, seconds. I just just not not time. Just no, I know I'm dividing to yeah, get she's the time. Are you trying doing, to math this out? I'm doing radio math right now. I don't know if you can math that out. Yeah. <laughs> sure you can. It's 90 not as much divided as by five. Think. Her money's on the line. She's going to do the research here. And that is. The over-under over is 5.5. I'll take the oh, under. You're going the over? Yeah, for sure. Oh, for real? Because oh, I think the last game she was on a fewer times than they expected, right? Yeah, I think they've been the, scaling it back a little bit. There's a bunch of different uh, factors. It was never a lot. It was just the perception of it. Right. Colin Cowherd did a nice thing on it where he was like, she, the, uh, the playoffs, she was shown 24 seconds of one of a four-hour broadcast then it was like 33 seconds. The longest one was like 48. Wait a second. So what, what counts? Are we talking about the entire broadcast or are we talking about during game times? During? Because if they win, she's going to get game. a lot of time on the field. During afterwards. the game. During the game. That matters. During the game. I take the under during the game. Well, it also depends on how many times Travis Kelsey does something good. Right. Yeah, exactly. He's going to play well, I bet. He's going to do true. good. I'm going to take the over. Have you seen the thing with the uh, the uh, mentalist that's on like the Hard Knock shows? Mm -mm. Come on, O's? He, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. We, did you did you see the thing that's going viral here. recently about him calling the Super Bowl? No. He went to the during the Jets Hard Knocks. He, oh uh, right, yeah, I saw that. He he has McCall Hardman come up and he guesses like what the Super Bowl is going to be, and he says it's going to be the Jets versus the Niners, thirty-one to twenty-one, and uh, everyone goes crazy because that's what it was yeah, on the yeah, card. Yeah. And then McCall Hardman in the season gets traded to the Chiefs. So now people think it's going to be Chiefs 31, Niners 21. I like that it. I I'll take it. Wow, that's good. O's knows stuff. I'm going to put one of my stuff. kids' college funds on that. <laughs> O's knows. Because I trust O's. Yeah, he came in here uh, 10 years ago, and uh, he freaked us out, man. Yeah. He yeah, blew, he did, he blew he our minds. He, did so. some, he, he said some things about that nobody knows. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this is not... If you, I'm telling you, if this you're gonna go on America's Got Talent, okay. magic, magic wins, mentalist, yeah, go. he yeah. crushes, make man. things disappear. You will win that show. Thirty-one, twenty-one, <laughs> or play the violin with your feet. <laughs> Twenty-five seconds is the average Taylor Swift has shown during game broadcast. Total, total. That's so you're taking off. the over under five and a half. Yeah, it's five seconds a piece. Five, five hits. I'm gonna say they're doing five. Hit. I'm, I'm sticking with under. They're gonna show her five times. Rafe, over under. I think that, uh, how long? Five and a half times. 
Five and a half times. That's a weird amount of times. How do you do a half time? Well, uh, because it's for betting. Yeah, that way if it's five, it's under, and if it's six, it's over. Yeah. Uh, the Super Bowl is an extra long broadcast, so I would probably take it just because the Super Bowl is like an hour longer than any other game. You mean you're taking the over? Taking the over. I'll probably take the over okay. on that, yeah. Will Taylor wear a Travis Kelsey shirt at the game? She's just been wearing Chiefs gear in red. Great she, red she, lip. She was in a jersey numbers, at, one, right? at one point, I think. Was it, was Vegas yeah. says yes. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I, think so. Yeah, I, I say think yes. So. Me too. And if Travis Kelsey wins Super Bowl MVP, will he thank Taylor Swift first in his speech? <laughs> no, that's not happening. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> That'd be crazy. If he wins MVP, will he thank Taylor Swift first in his speech? Nah, because for whatever you think he is, he's 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 like a he's a teammate, dude. He'll talk. He'll he'll yeah. You know, Mahomes or his teammates or something like that. I, no, she's not gonna be first. Hey, what, she what is might Vegas? get mentioned uh, after. Sure, I mean, yeah, yeah, but yeah. but but the bet here is first. What, yeah. What's uh, what's Vegas saying? Vegas says no. Yeah, it's a no. Vegas says no. No way. All right. Well, I'll take your money. He's a team guy. Take all your money. We'll see what happens here. I'm going to make that whole thing into a parlay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> 15 leg parlay. You're going to be a billionaire. Mm. I'm going to take the aliens invading and the game's going to end <laughs> at a time. Uh, Sam Comrose at a Helium Comedy Club tonight, 7 to 9 30, tomorrow at 6 and 8 30. I know you got a YouTube channel where you cook with your kids and stuff like that it's yep. fun yep yep yeah yeah we cook with the uh, we cook with the children yeah it's awesome uh and i put up a bunch of stand-up clips and my uh tiktok and all that stuff so come on out tonight yeah coming out tonight awesome. see sam it's a good dude how old are the kids uh four-year-old son six-year-old daughter awesome yeah people always ask my favorite thing to cook with them and it's uh it's an illusion right it's yeah. uh it's like tv or anything like that like we're not good at cooking it's a four-year-old and a six-year-old right. and me <laughs> yeah yeah. like we order pizza 30 minutes before we start cooking so. yeah it's, it's fun to watch though you, yeah, you yeah. got cute kids too that's awesome yeah, yeah. And they're two it's... years apart i noticed good job uh, yes yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> no five yeah, well, years and, and the next one is four years there's a strategy that went into it all right, there he is, the great Sam Comro. We got to take a break. We'll come back with Rafe's e memoriam. Uh, what else? We got? Anything else to plug? Uh, no, no, just come on out, have a good time. It's All gonna right. be a blast. Appreciate y'all having me. Hey guys, this is the Sklar Brothers, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. All right, welcome back to the program. Still got a bunch of stuff to get to. Friday fail stories. We have to give away some of these WWE Monday Night Raw tickets. But first, it's time, Rafe. It's time? It's time for this week's E Memorial. Oh, it's Friday. It is Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. Wow. Some. It's time to say goodbye to others. This week's E Memorial. Those of you unfamiliar, E Memoriam is a segment of the Rizzuto Show where we say goodbye to people we lost this week. Whether it was an opinion we had, a topic we covered, someone who just hates us for existing on the internet. One way or the other, it's time to say goodbye to the souls we lost. So let us begin. This week, first up, furries. Oh, I know. We angered a few of our furry community listeners during the Freak of the Week segment yesterday when we implied that furries were cartoonish and childlike in contrast to our finalist who wanted to hunt and hump the dead body of someone dressed as a wolf. Oh, this was not cool of us to insult these people and their finely crafted fursonas. 
So as you leave us through that doggy door, we say farewell and who's a goodbye? Who's a goodbye? <laughs> you know, I just want to correct you there. It was the freak. In fact, the winner, Prey Leona, that was saying that the furry costumes were childish, well, silly, cartoonish. Emails came to us nonetheless. Because <laughs> we do but have a right. couple, we do have a couple furry listeners, and we do. And we're sorry, and we hope you come back. Yeah, come back. I want you to get picked up by the pound. <laughs> or maybe you do want to get picked up by the pound. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe. She makes a good point. Next up, Joe STLBH. Oh. Learn will be familiar with this one. We really upset a blues fan and a Twitter warrior that goes by the handle Joe STLBH, which I assume stands for Joe sucking testicles, licking ball hairs. Okay. Wow. <laughs> now, the thing that upset Joe sucking testicles, licking ball hairs so much was that Learn and I didn't wear enough blue to the blues game, and somehow on his sucking testicles, licking ball hairs mind, we jinxed the game on our very first ever Riz Show night, even though they lost last year when we weren't even there. And this year, I removed my shirt like a St. Louis Blues barbarian and lifted a fireball-fueled, hyperactive, screaming wild wombat of a woman learn into the air and presented her to the Enterprise Center like a little Lion King baby Simba. For some reason, that wasn't good enough for old Joe sucking testicles, licking ball hairs, who... <laughs> developed a real case of the blues balls mm. trademark and blamed his performance issues on us well we hate to lose you joe sucking testicles licking ball hair <laughs> God. because you my number one blues fan put the gloria in gloria hole glory hole glory hole joe he really sucks yeah glory hole bye-bye Next up, old Riz and lesbian haircuts. Oh. oh. <laughs> Come on. You evolved. He had to oh, know man. it was coming. Come on, man. <laughs> During a segment this week with Riz's wife, Amelia, she recalled the time when he had just she had just given birth to their firstborn child and opted for a cute little pixie cut as a proud new doting mother. And when she was asked, uh, when he was asked his thoughts on her new do, he simply said to her in public, and I quote, I don't understand why you would go in and ask for a lesbian haircut. No, I didn't quote. say that. That's she, what your wife said. She told us. She told everyone. But now Riz would That's like to... as long as you don't comb it like a lesbian. Okay, not helping. Not helping right now. Just shut. You're not helping this apology. All right, I was about to issue on your behalf. This was 15 years ago, and he, Riz would like to apologize, first and foremost to lesbians, second to haircuts, and third to his wife. Yes. This was 15 years ago, and he has grown a great deal as a member of society and as a husband. He realizes what an idiotic man he is. And yeah. What a stupid thing to say, and apologizes to all parties involved. Lesbians and all members of the LGBTQIA community sport a multitude of hairstyles, none of which are more common than others, including pixies, bangs, bobs, lobs, layered locks, sleek and straight, hell, even the rage. Mm. It was not his best moment, mm -hmm. and he wants to say goodbye to that ignorant man of yesteryear yeah. today. So bye-bye, 15-year-ago Riz. Did Go I away. Did I not text you yesterday, just out of the blue, saying that was probably one of the worst things I've ever said in my life? You did. Good. And I have apologized to my wife. You did do that. You also immediately texted me a meme of Steve Carell in the office right after. <laughs> yeah, true story. True mm -hmm. story. Big of you. So go away, old Riz, and never come back. Old Riz is never coming back. 
Bye -bye. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. He's been missing. He's gone. He's like him. I buried him. What? Yeah. I suffoc I choked him out, and I buried him. Good job, man. I get Is worried. It? I have the feeling that somebody's following me. I look back there. Was that old Riz? I and buried now, him and see no. somewhere. <laughs> but now he's he's nowhere to be found. He's somewhere rocking in my hair. <laughs> I've looked in the bushes out in the parking lot out there, and he's not there. He's gone. Goodbye. Goodbye, old Riz. While we're on the subject of the LGBTQIA community, fans of Tom Selleck and Sam Elliott's mustaches got pretty upset, too. <laughs> oh, no. Why? I upset a few folks this week during a segment about sexy, famous mustaches when I said if Tom Selleck and Sam Elliott were to accidentally kiss and rub those sexy flavor savers together, that the butterfly effect of those central lip caterpillars could tear a rift in the space-time continuum and open up a world where all a little gayer and all the better for it. Yeah. I stand by this statement. <laughs> and if you have a problem with these 70-year-old smoking hot sex sibyls opening up a parallel universe by pushing their kitty ticklers together for a lip lock that shoots a little rainbow into all our hearts and we sprout a little chest hair and become 5 to 10% gayer, well, that's a you problem. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Finally, and this is long overdue, uh, Rocky Lockridge. Uh, last Friday, we disrespected a great man. Rick Rocky Lockridge, born January 10th, 1959, died February 7th, 2019. He was an American professional boxer known for having handed Roger Mayweather, Floyd's father, his first defeat, a first-round knockout in just 98 seconds earning him the WBA and lineal super featherweight titles. He later won the IBF super featherweight title and defended against the famous Julio Cesar Chavez. But he is perhaps best known for his 2010 appearance on the A&E television series Intervention, where his appearance earned him internet fame as a meme titled Best Cry Ever. And last Friday, we collectively all lost our minds and our composure when Moon found an auto-tuned version of Rocky's Cry and we laughed so goddamn hard we couldn't even do the traffic report. We regret our disrespect to this talented fighter. We only meant to celebrate Rocky so while it is typically frowned upon to have dead air on the radio and I know that that's not a good thing I would ask St. Louis and Hubbard Radio to indulge the Riz show for just a moment of silence out of respect for the late great Rocky Lockridge so if you will please bow your heads for this moment of silence Okay, who did that? That was supposed to be a moment. Oh, Scott. Sorry about that. Rocky's back. And that concludes this week's E-Memoriam. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Thank Ray. You, Ray. Appreciate that. We all feel better. Closure, guys. Show. <laughs> I really love it when you turn it all the way up like that, but it's hilarious. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with your Friday Fail Stories.
people thought they had a perfect plan, but somewhere along the line, man, oh, it went sideways. Yep. And it went from the perfect plan to an Uber. An ultra. Yes. Go right. Dare I say it. Don't I'm gonna say it. I'm going to say it. Don't you dare. Mega. Uh, you sound a great wow boss. thanks man stunning i needed that that <laughs> you felt did. really yeah. good man you gave it your all i did uh your friday fail stories is sponsored by moritz royce jewelry the official jeweler of the risotto show well this i mean this first story i just say this there, there there are bad days really bad days and what this woman went through on trash day 60-year-old woman in New Hampshire is lucky to be alive uh, after she was thrown into a garbage truck on Monday and compacted at least four times. <gasps> so here's where the fail comes in. The woman had apparently fallen into a dumpster outside her apartment while trying to throw out a bag of trash. I, I, don't, know, I, don't, I don't know how that could happen. But officials have not said how long she was stuck in the dumpster. But she was still in there when the garbage truck came through. The trunk... The truck emptied the dumpster with her into it, and then started compacting. The driver said it crunched around four times before he saw her on an internal camera and called 911. Oh, my gosh. This truck has a monitor that allows drivers to see into the back of the truck. Oh, Sometimes they wow. see animals like raccoons in there, but seeing a woman had to be horrifying. <laughs> and they didn't see her until the fourth crunch. Yeah. He wasn't the only one who noticed. Neighbors could hear the woman screaming from inside the truck. No. One witness told the local news it sounded like she was in agony. Firefighters showed up, talked to the woman through the side panel of the truck. They could tell she was alive. She wasn't really coherent. They had to use the basket of the fire truck to help lift her out of the top of the trash truck. It took about 30 minutes to get her out. Wow. Taken to the hospital, expected to live. Good. Was she drunk or something to begin with? I don't don't know. There are conflicting reports about the severity. Some say she escaped with minor injuries. Others say she's in serious condition. By the way, fire officials also made sure to say the driver was okay, because I can't imagine the guilt from the driver. Sure. Supposedly, this is not the first time this has happened to him. What? (laughs) Listen to this. It's alarming because you don't really think it's true. You don't think it really happens. It came pick hours up over here. And um, he heard screaming and stuff like that. So we thought, you know, something really bad was out there happening. Yeah, definitely never. Nothing but raccoons, maybe little critters in there. They're not all spooky, but never a person in there. I talked to the driver. He seemed to be okay. It's not the first time this has happened to him. Wow. Yeah. It's definitely one for the books. Joey Bag of Donuts, you know. Uh, it's New Hampshire. Fail. What? Day. And you got the other guy who was just before, like, yeah, I mean, this, this kind of thing never happens. Except for this guy. It's happened to me a couple Half of times, a dozen bro. times. <laughs> I almost compacted her into a square. What square. the heck is this guy doing? I don't know. <laughs> He's just, he must be on the route. It's, this, is, this, is the, this is the craziest person He's going to the route. good part of town, I guess. Uh, there are a lot of reasons a restaurant may have, uh, may have to close its dining room. This might be the funniest one. Uh, Pizza Hut in Canada. Put up a sign to announce that they were only open for takeout and delivery, but it had a very unfortunate typo. You okay, man? She's crying. I'm just so moved by the fail. No, it's great. Picture the woman getting compacted four that's, times. Yeah, that's what she's thinking. This is, this is funny. I think I'm turning into old Riz. I don't know. <laughs> Someone needs to carry the 
the torch. <laughs> Anyways, Pizza Hut in Canada put up a sign at Winnats. They were only open for takeout and delivery. Uh, they had a typo, though. It said, quote, due to unforeseen circumcisions, the dining room will be closed this evening. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Sorry for the inconvenience. There's nothing worse than an unforeseen circumcision. <laughs> oh, those are the worst, man. <laughs> the snip. Didn't see it coming. Happens a lot. Uh, whoops. Uh, naturally, social media had a lot of fun with this. One person joked uh, dinner had been cut short. Another said they're making some staffing cuts. Local hospital jumped in and said they could handle the circumcisions. Pizza Odd also had a sense of humor about it. They apologized, uh, confirmed that it was an autocorrect issue, put up a new sign that emphasized circumstances. They also hyped a new $5 promotion and jokingly added, quote, no tip required. Couple in South Carolina got into two high-speed chases in a single day this week, and actually, that's not the most interesting part of the story. So, their names are Joshua Harvey and Rosie Smith. Around 9 a.m. on Monday, a cop tried to pull them over for expired tags. Josh was driving their super sweet black Honda sedan, and they got away. Wow! Cut to 2:45 in the afternoon when they got into a second chase. This time, Rosie was behind the wheel of a white Honda sedan. Because it turned out they'd spray-painted the car to fool the cops. Tight. <laughs> I bet it looked nice. Terrible. Tight. It looked terrible. <laughs> that looked nice. Their plan obviously didn't work. Uh, the second chase ended with police disabling the car on the highway. Both arrested. Here's the fun part, though. For some reason, they had a dog, a cat, and four chickens in the car. Well, well, well I understand you, it. <laughs> you can't have an adventure without friends. <laughs> Animal Control dealt with the livestock and... Josh and Rosie got taken to jail. Cops, uh, cops called them, quote, Bonnie and Clyde wannabes. Failed. She kind of looks like Steven Tyler. Oh, God, her feet? No, her oh, face. No, her, well, that looks like his feet. Oh, maybe. my gosh. You're right. right, dude. Dude, that is, that's him. Look, look. Can you put This is up? Steven Tyler with Throw no makeup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Good look. That's awesome. And that spray paint's heck of a job. <laughs> Things are going well. Does it show it? Yeah, there's a car right there. Just <laughs> dumpy. <laughs> That's the best. Just dumpy. They didn't even finish it. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, time for that when you have chickens to take care of. <laughs> We're laughing with you, not Just at you. Spray paint the cars. <laughs> she <laughs> is handsome. There had to be a moment. I'd love to see it where they were in the car, like, how are we going to get away? And one of them was like, got it covered, and they just pulled out some rust oleum and, like, <laughs> started shaking it up. And like, you're a freaking genius, Todd. <laughs> Regular Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, they think they're going to catch us? Check this out, baby girl. We're about to put a coat on here. We're going to prime up. <laughs> I just love that that was a plan they had. Uh, last week, a guy in Sydney, Australia, was pulled over for a, a random breath test. Not sure if that's a that's something they could just pull you over for over there or if the guy was driving like a-hole. Anyway, uh, when the guy was asked to hand over his license, the officer felt an object stuck to the back of it. It was a clear, resealable bag of white powder. Mm. What was it? The dummy accidentally handed the officer... A bag of cocaine. <laughs> you see, what happened was the driver said he'd done some coke during a New Year's Eve party and uh, forgot he had it in his wallet. The driver was arrested. Failed. 
did he did pass a breathalyzer, just so you know. Oh, uh, man, thanks for finding that. I've been looking for that since the first. Uh, I get doing this in the summer, but but New England in the dead of winter, 35-year-old guy named Travis Jones got arrested in West Haven, Connecticut on Monday night after stealing a truck filled with $30,000 worth of ice cream. It was a delivery truck for an Indian ice cream brand called Shafi Kufi. The driver was parked outside a business when Travis jumped in, took off with the truck. Hmm. Cops started canvassing the area, eventually spotted the truck speeding down a highway on its way out of town, pulled Travis over and arrested him without incident, facing charges for first-degree larceny and larceny of a motor vehicle. Failed. Uh, Springfield, Illinois. I was up there last uh, last Saturday. Mm-hmm. Guy from Springfield, back behind bars after law enforcement officials said he committed another crime just minutes after being released from custody. 45-year-old James Kirst, arrested on Friday by Springfield Police Department for criminal trespassing. He was released from the uh, Sagamon Jail at 7.34 p.m. with a notice to appear in court. Or the, I'm sorry, it's Sangamon. Sangamon County. Sangamon County Jail. Fifteen minutes later, officials said James called Sangamon County Central Dispatch and told them he had thrown a metal pole through the front entrance of the county building. (laughs) The damage cost $3,500 to repair. James arrested at a nearby Wyndham Hotel without incident and returned to the county fail jail. He was charged with criminal damage to government-supported property over $500, a Class 3 felony. He's got 42 previous arrests. No. A poor decision maker? Yeah. Here's what I'm thinking with this story. Like, he doesn't know how to, how to survive outside of jail. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's a this real was thing. A Brooks was here mm-hmm. scenario. Yeah. Put me back I mean, the fact in. He Put me back immediately in. called to say he did and that. called, yeah. And finally, my favorite, my favorite type of fail story. A man impersonating a police officer in Louisiana attempted to... Pull over a pickup truck on the highway, which was being driven by a real cop. <laughs> the real cop was driving an unmarked Ford F-150 when he saw a white SUV with a fraternal order of police license uh, with license plate driving recklessly. 36-year-old Justin Marshall was driving the SUV like an a-hole. At some point, Justin turned on blue flashing lights that he'd mounted on the SUV and tried to pull over the real cop. <laughs> Dude, there's so many people doing this. It's crazy. Idiots. Uh, he had a gun and a police radio on the car. Yeah. And he wound up being booked into jail on account of false impersonation of a police officer. Fail. Like, just go to the police academy. You're putting right. in all this effort. You have your gun license or whatever. You, you obviously are, want to be a cop. You want to be a cop, and you, they need cops, so let's go. Make some money and you can pull him. everybody over. And yeah, whatever. do whatever you want. <laughs> right? They can do whatever they want. Oh, yeah. You are the law. I mean, it always ends the same way. Always. You're gonna. You're gonna. This is your ending. Always. Idiots. Idiots. All right, those are your Friday fail stories. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, let's give away some stuff. So, Rafe, what are we gonna play after the break? We're gonna play Slam or Sham. Slam or Sham. New game. New game. It's a very. You know, we've played a game like this in the past. It's a variation of an old game. Right. So, Rafe, explain. I'm going to give you, uh, we're going to start with wrestler. I have a list of wrestlers here. Uh, some of them are real. Some of them are fake. So, And you have to tell me, is it a slam or is it a sham? 
And uh, what do you want to do? Best out of three? Best out of five? Yeah, two or three. Okay, let's do uh, two out of three. Right, you win. Two out of three, right, you win. But there, I went, I went deep in the web, and I got some wrestlers with some real weird gimmicks. They're not all household names, so you better be a real fan if you call in. And then I also have a list of if we get to it, I might switch. We have, I have finishing moves from wrestlers <laughs> that are real or fake. All right. Also, and okay. you have to tell me which one's real. Well, you could say when to make the switch. I'll decide. We can do both. We might do both. We it's, can do both. It's a, it's a wild day here. It's Friday, man. It's Friday. Friday. It's Friday. We're doing it. Do, do they get lifelines? Do the people get yes, lifelines? Yes, everybody gets a learn and a moon lifeline. Cool. <laughs> Bound a best of three? <laughs> yes. Dang. If they want, they could, say, they could say, hey, I want Learn to help me out on this. Hey, I want I want Moon to help me out on this. Right on. Okay. I'm a huge wrestling fan. And remember, once you're just as big a, a fan as Moon is. That's yes. right. <laughs> huge. Sable was my That's girl. Word. I used to buy the pay-per-view things all the time back in the day. Uh, 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Slam or sham next. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. And, and these are not like all WWE wrestlers. These could be independent WCW. wrestlers. Most of them have made TV appearances. Okay. Okay. I, okay. Did, I will say that I looked, I tried to keep it somewhat fair that they've at least made one appearance on a televised wrestling program. All right. Slam or sham. We'll play next. Hey everybody, this is Garth Brooks saying thanks for supporting and spreading the word and for listening to The Rizzuto Show. All right, welcome back to the program. Let's give away some stuff. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh right, We're playing a game called Slam or Sham. Sponsored by... Flint Landscaping, specializing in lawn, landscape, irrigation, and arbor. Now hiring. Call 314-243-6784. All right, so we've got uh, WWE Monday Night Raw tickets uh, coming up Monday over at Enterprise Center. See your favorite WWE superstars. Yeah. We've also got uh, a couple pairs of tickets left to go see Limp Bizkit, Big Summer Show, July 18th at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. So, Rafe will give you the name of a supposed wrestler, and you tell us if it's real or fake. That easy. That easy. Or we could even get into uh, finishing moves. Rafe will give you the name of a finishing move, and you tell us if it's real or something that Rafe made up. Two out of three right, you win. Your choice, raw tickets, Limp Bizkit tickets, while supplies last. All right, 314-624-3833, 618-398-3833. You also have a Learn and a Moon Lifeline. Yes. Whenever you go to them, though, whatever they say is binding. Is binding? It is a, yeah, you have a figure a for binding contract between you and your lifeline. Whatever <laughs> the lifeline says is now your answer. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to Alex in Collinsville. Good morning, Alex. Good morning. All right, Alex, let's play Slam or Sham. All right, Alex, are you a big fan? I'm pretty, pretty okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, okay. All right, let's start with some wrestlers, Alex. The first wrestler, Captain Carnage. That's a sham. Ooh, nice. Off to a great start. All right, Alex. Right, Alex, number two, the Christmas creature. I'm going to say that's a sham also. Ooh, that is real. That is real, in fact. The Christmas was, creature is real. 
This creature was real. It's one of Kane's first personas before he became Kane. Huh. Comes down to this, Alex. Here we go. Alex, man, mountain, rock. I'm going to say slam. You want the biscuit tickets? You want the Monday Night Raw tickets? Let's go Raw. Monday Night Raw coming up Monday or Enterprise. Hang on one second. Okay, one winner. No lifelines. He went for it. Chris in Manchester. Good morning, Chris. Morning, guys. All right, Chris, here we go. All right, Chris. Let me know if this is a real or fake wrestler. Raging Ronald. <laughs> Slam. Slam. No, that is a made-up. Is a sham, my brother. It's a sham. All right. Redemption arc. Real or fake wrestler? The masked marshmallow. Sham. Sham is correct. Very good. That is correct. Comes down to this. Comes down to this. The repo man. Slam. Yes. Real. I remember the Repo Man. Me too. Me too. He, he had like me this, uh, like a, a singlet with like a tire, uh-huh. a tire uh, mark as like a sash. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, right? and it's uh, Repo Man on it. I like think. a tire track. Yeah, yeah that was. All great. right, Chris, what do you want? Biscuit. Biscuit. You are going. Hang on one second. To the biscuits with him, Josh in Pacific. Good morning, Josh. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Josh. Let's do this. All right, Josh, are you ready? Yes, sir. Real or fake wrestler? Chili McFreeze. Sam. Real. Incorrect. That is a real wrestler. <laughs> look, real. At, look at these uniforms there back in the day. The, uh, repo Luke's Man. He's got a picture of the Repo Man. It's like on. a, not even a shirt. I don't know what this is. It's like a half, you know, like, like, a, like a tank. Yeah, it's a weird time. With this like. really cheesy graphic across it. That's it. All for one there, Josh. All right, Josh. Redemption arc. The Griddler. Let's go. I'm going to go with Moon on this one. Oh, man. Moon, the oh, Griddler. Man. What was the last one? Chili McFreeze was real. The Griddler. The Griddler. Oh, man, I'm, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Sham. Sham is correct. Woo! How dare each and every one of you. Good job, Moon. Good job, Moon. Yeah. I am the Griddler. I feel good. Learn as the Griddler. Right. Learn as the Griddler. I am a Sham, though. That was, uh, yeah. I wanted to see if people listen to the show daily. You're lucky you threw it to Moon, who knew the answer to that. Uh, comes down to this, Josh. All right, Josh. Real or fake wrestler. Real or fake wrestler. Slammer Sham. The Boogeyman. Real. All right. Hey. Assist there, yeah, man. man, I feel right. good. What uh, what do you want there, Josh? Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw, you're going. Hang on one second. I'll be honest, I think we had him on the Griddler if he didn't throw yeah. it. I think we had him. All right, we're going to switch it up now to finishing moves. All right, Eric, you there? might be on the phone. Yeah, what's up, guys? All right, we're doing finishing moves now. What's up, finishing dude? moves. Real or fake finishing move? All right, Eric, I'm going to give you three finishing moves. You tell me if they are a real finishing move or... If I made it up. Number one, the gravity defier. Fake. Fake, Fake. indeed. Okay. With authority. Mm -hmm. With okay. authority. Number two, photon punch. I think that's real. Ooh, that is. 
fake. The authority went right out the window on number two. <laughs> the photon punch. Although that is a cool, that is a cool finishing move name. For, for cool? Carl Sagan's kid? Like, what <laughs> are you talking about? Punch. <laughs> F5. That would be real. That is real indeed. Brock Lesnar's finishing move. Brock Lesnar's finishing move. The F5. All right, what do you want, Eric? Raw tickets. Monday Night Raw tickets. All right, hang on one second. Oh, I have one pair of Monday Night Raw tickets left. One pair. The photon punch is from a wrestler called the Ghostbuster. Ghostbuster. The photon punch. (laughs) Love it. Who are you going to call? Then he kills you. All right, let's go to David. Hello, David. Hey. Hey, David. All right. How's it going? <laughs> going so, all right. All right. It's Friday, you know. Trying to finish up the show. All right, Rafe. Here we go. Finishing moves, David. The people's elbow. Uh, that is a slam. Yeah, that's very that's real. Rock. Yes, yeah, that is the rock. It's the people's elbow. It was a gimme. Okay. Next. Next. Cyclone smash. Uh, slam. It's fake. Incorrect. That is. Oh, made that man, up. that sounds like it would be something from the natural disaster yeah, tag dude. team. Cyclone smash. Cyclone sounds smash. Dope. No. I'm trademarking all these, by the way. That I made up. Uh, finally, here we go for all the money. Eclipse. Pile driver. I want to say slam. Oh, no. Sorry, buddy. I also Sorry. made that one up. Hmm. Maybe I have a future. Mm. I feel bad. Finishing moves. God, we're on right a roll there, there man. We were on a roll. Winning. Everybody was happy. Right. <laughs> uh, Mike, hello. Hey, happy birthday, Riz. Thanks, buddy. All right, Mike, here we go. All right, Mike, here we go. Asteroid impact. Sham. Sham indeed. Sham. You got it, okay. brother. Good job. Swanton bomb. Sham. Oh. Correct. That is Jeff Hardy's finishing Jeff move. Jeff Hardy's finishing move. Oh, I don't that. want an email about it. Of course. It. Swanton Bomb. Here we go. Swanton Bomb. For all the marbles. Swanton Bomb. I don't know. Orbit Overdrive. Sham. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah! Right on. All right, Mike, what do you want? I got to see Corey Feldman, man. Oh, Limp Bizkit. That's right. That's, I forgot Corey Feldman's opening up for Limp Bizkit. How can you forget yeah. this? Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I need to write. We have Corey Feldman tickets. Available. Limp Bizkit Corey with Corey Feldman. Feldman. It should be Corey Feldman with tickets. Limp Bizkit. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm redoing right, it. Hang on second, Mike. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Justin in Granite City. Hello, Justin. What's going on? Happy birthday, Riz. Thanks, buddy. All right. Here we go. All right, Justin. Finishing moves, real or fake? Sweet. Chin music. That's a slam. That's Shawn Michaels. That's a gimme. That's a Shawn Michaels. Long time finish. Sweet move. chin music. <laughs> All right. Right on. <laughs> Galactic elbow drop. That is a sham. That's a sham. Careful, Justin. All right, what do you want, Justin? Um, can I do the Monday Night Raw? You got him. Last pair. Hang on one second. I'm I'm developing a wrestler in my mind called the Space Cowboy, and the Galactic Elbow Drop is yeah, the devastating. go-to. Oh, yeah. Off the top rope. Devastating. All right, Nathan, we got Olympus good tickets left. You want them? Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's play. All right, Nathan, finishing moves. Coming at you. 
Comet Clutch. Uh, Sham. Sham, indeed. That also belongs to the Space Cowboy. Yep. Tell you what, and then you know what it is, too. You know what he's clutching. Pa-pow! Yep. Right there. He's got it. Your camel. It's an em- yeah. yeah, it's an emergency-only <laughs> move, but, I mean, sometimes it's necessary. Okay. All right, number two, zigzag. Zigzag. Real? Yeah, slam. Slam! Okay. Got yeah. it. And Dolph Ziggler's got it. move. All right, hang on one second. He's Son a of Dolph Lundgren. Yes. There we go. They take first. We gave names. everything away. That's, right. That's it. We gave everything away. That's we got nothing Dolph left. That's nothing. how you want to go out. Yeah. Die empty, as they say. We'll play this again at some other point. All right. I got a ton of them. Yeah, great. All right, we have time for uh, for some emails. Oh, sweet. Emails brought to you by Kloss Furniture. Lowest prices guaranteed. We have something for everybody. I think it's kind of goofy that you all take one human being suggestion of the 7 billion people on planet Earth and that people actually use a hotel iron to reheat pizza. Where are the poles? Spelled wrong. Where are the facts, my bros? I'm not kidding. I got this email. 15 minutes later, I got this email. Oh, I've used a hotel iron to cook a steak. Grab some mayo from the lounge, rub it on the steak, take some uh, salt and pepper on it, uh, set the iron to linen's hottest setting, wrap the steak in foil, seven minutes aside. I've done it multiple times. Yeah. That was the next, next email. email. Yep. <laughs> Nobody does that. And then the very next email. Oh, yeah. I do that. I do that all the time. We're all stupid. Every, uh, yeah, the person I'm, using the iron to make the steak and the person thinking nobody's time, using next it. Next time I uh, go to a hotel, which I'm going to Nashville in a couple of weeks, I'm going to use my hot iron in the room mm-hmm. as a hibachi table. Great. It's my favorite. Anytime, anytime we touch any of these kind of subjects, we get like both sides of the emails. People are like nobody would ever do that, and the next person's like, "I do this twice a day." I'm gonna make an onion volcano. No, yeah, no that onion like a volcano. Great idea. As a, I'm, I'm gonna do like I'm going to Oishi. Yeah, you're gonna have sake and spray the Who sake want, in yeah. somebody's mouth. <laughs> cool. Who wants to see egg roll? And then you roll the egg. Oh no. Yep. Next. Hey, fellas. Yes, that includes you, Big Terry. Hey, I'm here. Hey, you want Big it. You got it. Where's your mustache? Just want to give a shout-out to King Scott for nailing the Washington, Missouri pronunciation on the show, because uh, that is 100% how the majority of people pronounce it, being from Wash Mo. Uh, absolutely annoys the hell out of me, but you brought me home for a few seconds there, King. Go Blue Jays, Alex. From Washington. He's doing a thumbs up. He's on the phone. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Thank you, listen, Alex. I love you. I, uh, I've heard plenty of people say it. As Washington. Washington. Mm-hmm. War, war, Washington. 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 <laughs> okay, I mean, all right. I mean, whatever. There's an R in there that it's not necessary. We're going to wash the car. <laughs> you throw in an R's, well, you don't need R's. Whatever, man. Hey, whatever. Whatever, man. Next. Hey, big Super Bowl coming up uh, shortly, and Learn uh, has been making a real effort. I don't know if anybody's noticed it, but you've been really trying to get into sports. You love sports. I love now. sports You're so much, you guys. Mm-hmm. I wear the colors. I know the players. I know the stats. So somebody wants to put you to the test or put all of us to the test and say, can you name the big four, baseball, football, hockey, and basketball, professional sports teams that are named after states instead of cities? Good luck. Four out of five stars. Laura and Chad. I have a list. Okay. The big uh, four? Arizona. I, I, out of the big four. Arizona Coyotes. Arizona Coyotes. Oakland uh, A's. First of all, it's not Arizona Coyotes. It's the Arizona Cardinals. Wait. Oh, states. Hold up. It's the Phoenix Coyotes, isn't it? I think it's the Phoenix Coyotes, my friend. 
Florida Marlins. Am I wrong? Right. No. Yes. Damn it. Now I got confused. Arizona Cardinals. So you. Well, did it used to be the Arizona Coyotes? Where's, where? Give me. Give me. Thank you. Florida, Florida Marlins? Florida oh. Marlins. Was it? Did it used to be the It's not the Coyotes. Florida Marlins. It's not the Florida Marlins anymore, by the way. New York Giants. Hang on. Let's go back. It's not the Florida Marlins. I believe it's what the Miami it? Marlins at this point. Miami Marlins. But there is a Florida team still called Florida something. This is why I hate Florida sports. Panthers. Florida Panthers. Thank you. Now, if I don't coach you, can you even get one? Yeah. Give me a second. <laughs> oh, man. There's another Arizona one. Arizona Diamondbacks. There you go. There's a lot more than you think there are, okay. actually. Wait, okay. California Angels. California. Uh, I believe no, that's the Anaheim, Anaheim Angels. Anaheim, Anaheim, yeah. It used to be the California Angels. Yeah, I don't right. think there's a California Angels. Seattle right. Seahawks. Seattle no, Seahawks. The so Wyoming Hootenannies. There's no Wyoming uh, Washington. teams. Washington. Are we, are we counting the Washington teams as a province? Technically, sure. What about New York? I got shot down. Those, those will technically, yeah, we'll call those the extras if you want to do New York Nets. Mets. Giants. Uh, it's not even New York Nets anymore, is it? Is it back it's to Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets? Nets? But either way, Mets, Yankees, fine. We'll give you credit there. These are legit state. We'll give you the Nationals. We'll give you the Capitals. We'll give you the Commanders. Pro teams. Texas Rangers. I have a headache. Texas Rangers. Learn scores a point. Good job. Point for learn. And is now tied with Rafe. Indiana uh, Diamondbacks. Nope. <laughs> Indiana Pacers. Close. Uh, the Indiana Pacers. Yes. I don't have that on the list, but that is right. That is correct. I got an extra one. The Alabama Roll Tides. No, no Alabama Roll Tides. Roll All right, we got Minnesota Timberwolves, Minnesota Twins, oh, Minnesota Wild. get there? I'm going through the alphabet. This is getting boring to me. States. Tennessee Titans, Texas Rangers, Utah Jazz, New Jersey uh, Devils. Yeah. Come on, where are you on that one? Damn. Carolina. I'm not thinking. Panthers. That's right. And Carolina. Tar Heels. Hurricanes. And uh, I think that's pretty much it. So you guys are... Horrible failures, but learn you're off to a good start. Thanks, pal. Yeah. It is the Arizona Coyotes, formerly the Phoenix Coyotes. That's why are like, you sure? my head was going to explode. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Fine. You got me on? all screwed up. I said Seattle. Lauren and Chad, this is on you. It's on you. I thought it was the Phoenix Coyotes. Utah Jazz. Sure. Uh, Oklahoma <laughs> Thunder, too, right? Uh, I think that's Oklahoma City. They they do Oklahoma it, right? City. Yeah, they changed it. Okay. What an idiot. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. All right, here's okay. one. Hi, Grace. Old Riz is back. No, he's buried at Rockwood's like, Reservation. Drop that you keep coming back. Here's one. I'm going to start by saying my wife and I are very, very clean people, but about five years ago, we got bed bugs. I think a bed bug got on my travel, bra uh, travel bag mm. and we brought it home. As the weeks passed, we both woke up with random bites similar to mosquito bites, but itchier and they leave larger bumps. I finally saw one crawling on me one night. Uh, yeah. The next day we had the exterminator come out. They bombed the apartment and we had to put our clothes and sheets through a hot dryer cycle. Terrible. That's awful. And the bed bugs? Yeah, we had a few people email in after we were talking about bed bugs and to say that they had the ex same experience. And they bite you? Oh, yeah. That's fun. Man. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Keep you bed bug tight. Uh, <laughs> keep your O-ring tight. No, they bite I can't, too. It huh? went on for multiple nights. Yeah. Well, I mean, imagine you wake up with a couple and you... Haven't you ever woken up with a bite and you're like, ah, oh, damn, mosquito yeah. must be in the room. Oh, yeah. yeah. I woke up covered in bites. If I woke up covered in bites, I would... That's a that's a one-night thing. But you, wait, wait. One night Are you sure you wouldn't just assume that you're getting eaten by a mosquito all, all night? Uh, I, one, and you're covered in bites? I would not assume bed bugs first. Right. I, I guess it depends on, on the year, time of year. 
Well, I don't know. Covered man. in bites. I would go straight to spiders. We're infested with spiders. We have to leave the house. <laughs> We're all going to die. Yeah. Yeah, but they're not biting you. Spiders? Not a, not a, I mean, not at night. That's a pretty. It's, it's rarer than a mosquito, I would think. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't take any chances. <laughs> you eat eight spiders a year, dude. That's total bull poop. <laughs> I, I, it's not. I seek eight spiders exactly out a year, and I eat them. Oh, you eat them on purpose. <laughs> she meant, you know, in your sleep. <laughs> Never nine. Nine eight. would be extreme. Eight. eight. Eight gets the message across. Yeah, it's a bit excessive, the nine. Uh, next. Morning, Riz Show. Riz, you have mentioned in the past multiple times that you were there for the filming of the Roland video. Yes. At the World Trade Center. I always wondered if you were in the video until no. it came on YouTube and the TV last night while I was hanging out with my sons, and I think I found you in the video. Really? No. I saw this email. He photoshopped a face on one of the dancers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got to say, you look pretty back then. Uh, no, I saw this. <laughs> That's cute. I saw it come over. I'm like, no, I was not. I was in a Lenny Kravitz video. What? Yeah. Which one? Fly Away? No, again. The romantic one? Yeah. Were you rolling around with Lenny? No. Uh, there's a scene at a club, and I'm no. up in the balcony. Yeah. Oh, I remember That's cool. that. I remember you, yeah, I think, pointing it out, like trying it's, to be like, oh, I'm over here. It's yeah, a romantic in... song. Well, it was cool because uh, normally those like music video shoots are really boring. Yeah. And they were having problems with the uh, with the cameras. Mm -hmm. So it was at a, an old club called the Limelight, like an old nightclub called the Limelight. They filmed this thing, and so now it's a, it was an old church. And um, then it was a club, and they were having problems with the cameras, and it was the whole band there. And normally for music videos, as Moon is somebody who's filmed music videos, um, th they put things on the drums so they don't hit. Yeah. And nothing's plugged in. There's pads Gina Gershon is in that music video. Yeah. There's pads, and you double the symbols. You put a symbol on top of a symbol. So when you, you hit them, they stuff don't... Stuff underneath it, so it's just... Right. <laughs> so there were camera problems, so he took all the drum stuff off, plugged his instruments in, and did a full concert. Oh, while everybody, sweet. That's awesome. While we're waiting. By the way, uh, Moon has a new video out today. That's right. The, for a real life. Yeah, a real life has been real? Uh, catching fire these last uh, these last couple months. So it was featured in a, a couple different animations and some other things. And uh, we had been talking to a phenomenal artist uh, who's really kind of on the cutting edge of AI. And I know it's just the very beginning of AI photos and, and videos and everything, but we had been talking about it. And uh, thanks to Video Joey, he, he put me on to this guy and I became a fan and reached out. And we kind of had this concept that I've been trying to work on for a video for that for a number of years. And it just worked out well. And it was like kind of a perfect time, especially with the subject of the song, A Real Life by Greek Fire. And um, it's kind of a perfect time to use some of this prim primitive AI to make a full AI video. And uh, and yeah, it's cool. It's a cool video. It's it's super super cool. It's up yeah, on the Greek. Job. Yeah, it's up on the Greek Fire YouTube. YouTube.com slash Greek Fire video, and you'll find it. It's not a real person in the video. Mm -hmm. No, it's ev all AI. every single every it's single neat. thing is terrifyingly completely very cool. I think done I did find Rizanet. I've been I'm in and Riz no, is in the balcony. Yeah, he photoshopped my face. <laughs> uh, next, uh, yesterday, you know, let, let's stay with the music. Hey guys, and learn. Music question for you. What artist or band do you wish you had seen before one of the original members passed? My list would be Linkin Park, Foo Fighters, though I would still like to see both wow. bands. A band Easy. that you might consider before my time would be Queen. Queen. That's the answer. Yeah, Queen Queen for me, for sure. I want. I really wanted to see Alice in Chains with Lane. Like, be there in the 90s for peak it Alice would probably, in Chains. It would probably be Queen, Alice in Chains, Nirvana. 
Mm. Never got to see any of those bands with the originals. Yeah. Mm. I would love to see how Nirvana sounded live. Oh, yeah, I'd that, love to have oh, seen that. Oh, the Namash pit to watch all that. and Yeah, not even as like a fan necessarily, but as, I mean, as a fan, of course, but as I just, I would really want to know what that felt like. Yeah. yeah. Rafe? Probably the Highwaymen, because that was Johnny, Waylon, Willie, and Chris Christopherson, two of which are no longer around, so I get to double dip there. I didn't get to see Johnny or Waylon before yeah. he passed away, and that bums me out. So that would be my number one. In excess, too. For sure. My other one is Rush with Neil. Mine is... I'm, uh, I'm really sad. The Highwaymen's a beautiful one, and I was thinking some old-timey guys, but I'm not going to bore uh, Lauren right now. What? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, I, but Silverchair would be awesome. I want to oh, yeah. see them. Yeah, Wait. but they're still around. No, yeah. they're not. Nobody's dead. Nobody's dead. Yeah, we're talking about members. I mean, there's a chance we may still see you never know. OG Silverchair. You think there's a chance? Nah, maybe not, but there's a, there's, I think there's they're still alive. There's only dead Scott, people. did you kill Silverchair, dude? I'm not going to say anything. Hey, that's one of those bands, though, that if they did a, did a tour, even though Daniel Johns is like hero status for me, if they did a tour and it was with somebody else playing bass or somebody else playing drums, I wouldn't see it. What? Yeah. I want to see the original three or I'm not going to see it. No offense to wow. No offense to bass or drum players or guitar players. Yeah, but da- you know, it's all about the, the yeah, yeah, but I understand. And Daniel oh, Johns is that band, especially the Diorama record. But at the same time, like I just have so much respect. You wouldn't go because trio. the bassist wasn't there. Get that. Get the f- out of here. Man. No, I would. Mad Gillies would be. Get out of here. Yeah, dude, I wouldn't. If Ben's not there, I'm not. I don't want to see it. Stupid. I, There's I, a lot of good choices here. Queen's great. There's a band called Frightened Rabbit I liked a lot. That the lead singer killed himself it was a bummer. You're telling me. And Silverchair is, I have You're a Silverchair tattoo, brother. Like it's, that it's that Daniel John's lead singer Silverchair is getting the band back together, but the bassist doesn't want to do it. You are not going to go see him? First of all, if Daniel John's wants to put Silverchair back together and those other two guys are saying no, something is really wrong. That's not going to happen. But that has nothing to do with you. Listen, man, I'm just saying that is a particular act that I would not respect seeing Without out of your mind, I've seen the other them. two guys. That, out of, out of they came mind. to Point Fest. I was just looking it up. My first Point Fest was 1999. Point Fest 11, Silverchair was there with Blink 182. And I've OG seen them before and Chili Peppers. That was cool. That's the one where um, Courtney Love took her top off and everybody rushed Whoa. the stage. And it was pretty kick ass. There's just certain bands for me that there's like a soul of the band. And if the whole band's not there from from the OG, then it's uh, I'm not there for it. You're nuts. I, okay, I even toured with a band You're that a crazy I person. that I know personally. I love these guys, and when I toured with them, they did not have the original guitar player, and it and I was like a I got a tattoo of that band too, and I felt not okay with it. Hmm. And I love the guy. I love the guy that replaced the guitar player, and now it's like an OG crew again, and I feel great about it. But at that time, I was like, I. I want to watch these guys every night, and I still feel wrong about it. That's like not seeing Metallica because Cliff died. Well, to, to be honest, Metallica is a little weird for me as well because I think Newstead was an, a completely underrated. And, Get the and f*** out of here. I, I, think, I think Newstead, even though Cliff was like, you know, a part of the uh, the OG stuff, the Metallica that I knew, Newstead played a, a bigger role than he was ever given credit for. And I love Metallica, and I love that dude. That, that, Pantera just rolled through with two guys dead. And they Whoa. were still friggin' awesome. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it would be awesome, but I wouldn't pay to see it. You know what? It's like Foo Fighters. So I saw the Foo Fighters last year. Obviously, after Taylor Hawkins had been dead, and now Josh Freeze is in the band. But um, it's it's different. It is different. As long as Dave Grohl is singing, okay. But Let's that, be honest. That duo though of Dave and Taylor, okay. that was something. Like, but you know, I agree. Let's be honest. As long as the lead singer's there, it's fine. 
I mean, I'll but still Tinder go. Is part of the live I'm not saying this is a. This, I'm not saying this is a, should be a standard for anybody. This is a standard for me. For me, there are certain yeah. bands that like that is that is the core, and I and it's not it's not Saw the band Stone without the pilots core. with that new guy Jeff, Jeff Goot. Yeah, all right, yeah. wasn't the same. That's not the same because Scott Wallen's not there. So if Millie Allison Vanilli, James, dude, William Duvall. William Duvall. Yeah, so it's good. It's good. It it's is not, good. Not the same. His harmoni- harmonizing with Jerry Cantrell is eerily yeah, similar, and that's a big deal. And and I think it, it it depends on the circumstances too. But for Silverchair, for me, that's just such a special group. Anthony Stalter is a huge Alice in Chains fan, and he refuses to go see the new lineup. Well, He's see, that's refusing. People. Is maybe you'll like it. He doesn't want to try to find out. He's a purist. Well, you and Anthony are weirdos. Oh, well, you It'd know, be hard to be. Like I, that. I accept. <laughs> All right, one more. Time for one more. I'm not going to see the Stones because Bill Wyman left. (laughs) Yeah, Charlie Watts is dead. I've had it. Yeah, Charlie Watts died. What about that? And it was weird. I went to that show. I've seen with Charlie Watts and then the first show back without Charlie Watts. Charlie Watts. It was fine. And Keith. But it still was strange. I think Keith goes down, Stones go down. I do think yeah, that, well, that, that is that a guitarist. Yeah. That is true. Nah. There, what now? A, that, what that's now? A dynamic, there's a dynamic there. There is a Maybe you're not going to hear band. some Keith sung songs. Like, you're not going to hear happy. Yeah. You're not hearing that anyway. <laughs> maybe, maybe, that. maybe that's the word that I'm missing is dynamic. It's like the dyna- dynamic of the relationship of these bands that, like, started when they were kids together. That's that's the silver chair thing for me is I want to see these childhood friends that made a record at 15 that changed my life They're when I was 15 and I heard Rush this going band. Out again. Mm-hmm. And that's so cool, and I'm super happy for them, and I want them to make a living. So you would not go but see? I would see it, but I I would not feel. Of good course, about it'd be it. something, it'd be something missing. Of course. Well, for me, I don't want to. But, and that's my standard. But I don't another, wanna. Yeah, that's another yeah. one of those things. Though Alex and Getty are more of the outward extroverts of Rush, where Neil wasn't. As long as Getty's singing, but Neil, doesn't matter. But doesn't matter. But Neil, like I, <laughs> the the bass and the way that drum, the, the drums work from the Counterparts record to, to Test for Echo. I mean, all, all, this, all the stuff Daddy that I going. taught myself how to play bass to. Daddy Russian. That's such a soul. That's such I a could, that's such I a could, thread. I could hit the same notes as as Neil. Uh, you know. If oh, I'm a good enough drummer, I not me personally. I was gonna say, what are we talking about right no, now? <laughs> the same notes could be strummed or hit, but she that voice cannot night. be matched. <laughs> the voice, <laughs> the voice cannot. Be, all right, we don't got time for another email. Fine. I'm disgusted with all <laughs> yous. Whatever, Riz. Right, we'll take one final break. We'll come back, wrap her up. The Rizzuto Show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Today's wrap-up is sponsored by... Jack in the Box, Jack Wraps. A little bit of healthy, a little bit of indulgence, only at Jack. All right, well, uh, Moon, what's today's podcast uh, podcast title? I Am the Internet with Sam Comro. Oh, yes, thank you, Sam Comro. Yes, See you at Alien Comedy Club this weekend. Uh, Moon, what do you got left? Uh, can you feel the punk tonight tickets? Uh, yes, there are some uh, tickets available. They are on, on they are on sale on the Point website, on the Pageant website, 3 p.m. and an 8 p.m. show. It's all your favorite Disney classics. It's a family event. Is the uh, 8 sold out? At the Pageant? No, nothing is sold out yet. I had a friend that tried to get tickets last night. No, it's totally available, man. All right. Totally available. And I had a few p- uh, people in uh, the chat, actually, that I saw ask if uh, if costumes are welcome. You know, their kids, or even if you're not They're bringing not. kids... Costumes are oh. totally... Don't listen oh, okay. to Riz. Oh. Costumes oh, are damn. totally welcome. Yeah, I'm wrong. We're going to have so many 50, characters 50 there. Shot. We're going to have so many characters there you can take pictures with and all that, including the 501st Legion from Star Wars. Uh, they were there last year and a huge, huge hit. And I mean huge because Chewbacca and Darth were there and both are over like 6'5". Uh, Chewbacca was like 8 feet tall. Um, so that is going to be very cool. Also, the Story of the Gear YouTube channel. It's at youtube.com slash storyofthegear. 
Um, that will have a new episode, a Soccer 101 podcast. We dropped a new episode last night, so that is already up because the season is upon us starting in uh, just a little bit. Preseason games have already started for uh, St. Louis City SC. And then also Greek Fire's new new video that we've been uh, working on for years has just released this morning for a real life. Make sure you check that out on the Greek Fire YouTube. Thank you, Moon. Learn. Uh, you can follow me on all the socials that Learn versus Radio if you like cats and headstands, headstands and t- hot dudes. Cats doing headstands. <laughs> God, or if you want to see like my, uh, which I think is something interesting, my perspective of you guys, because I have you guys in my feed as much <laughs> as anybody else, uh, please follow me at Learn versus Radio. All right. What's going up on the socials uh, today for the show? Oh, yeah. So uh, each Friday we're doing something called the peak of the week. And so if you follow the Riz Show socials, you'll see what the peak of the week has been video form from uh, the last week. So it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's something awesome. that we couldn't get to last week that we are getting to this week. Awesome. Peak right. of the week. Peak of the week. Follow us for peak of the week. Uh, follow me at I am Rafe Williams. I could use a few followers. I dropped about fifty this week. I think I went a little too far on a video I posted. It's fine. It's not. I'm not was for it, everybody. Was it the one where you're talking to Tina's vagina? Uh, I was the one where Brian Bahama was giving was poolside mini about? massages, and I think some people. Uh, it was just you know sometimes you. Go too far. It was hilarious. It is hilarious, and I ain't taking it down. So suck it, and that's why I need people to follow me. At I am Rafe Williams. Okay. Get my get my numbers back up. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm peaking ever close to that coveted twenty three thousand, and we all know Rafe twenty three is for me. And if you're not doing anything tonight at the Heavy Anchor, Tina is headlining a show called The Future's Female. It is all female comedians. All the time, top to bottom, and uh, she's going out on tour tomorrow, so if you've ever wanted to see her uh, in town, I would come tonight. All right. Thank you, Rafe. Uh, King Scott. Yeah, you know I'm a world record junkie now. This is like my thing, I guess. And so uh, <laughs> uh, part of that world record is I'm going to be the first to reach a million on Venmo. Yeah. So follow me on Venmo. It's only a dollar. It's really awesome. We're going to get over a million. This is a really cool Has movement. Has anybody actually given you money? Yeah. Really? I've made some, I've made some bones so far. How much? Paid money? off one you house. Made some bone? What's that? How, how much money have you made? Uh, I think it's like twenty four dollars. Whoa, that's yeah, awesome. These people are awesome. <laughs> and uh, so, great. so this is gonna be awesome. It's gonna be a million plus that? the very first one. You got to declare that in your taxes. How yeah. many? How many dollars per plug would you say that is? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like Maybe two cents. or three, or <laughs> hopefully it'll start turning into thousands. Though that's what <laughs> we want. Waiting. It's all for a good cause. It's really awesome. Yeah, you. King Scott rules at Venmo. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you guys cause. for tuning in. We'll see you on Monday. Uh, we leave you with a selection from our team. Remember the day brought to you by Hot Shots. St. Louis is home for Blues Hockey from a foul in Illinois. Neil Patel is Yeah, Neil. Yeah, the Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. Dobbs.